What's good, Roy Mack, man? Super Bowl Sunday, bro. We're here. Um, I, I, listen, all the picks that I had, um, you know, you know, listen, the only pick that came through in the end after I changed my pick was the Patriots. You dig? <laughs> and um, the Rams, you know, they should have lost, um, you know, but they didn't lose because the refs decided that, hey, they'd rather see the Rams get to the Super Bowl than the Saints. So, but I digress. But yeah, man, hey, here we are, a Super Bowl preview. So, Roy Mack, <laughs> let, me, let me take the people down uh, memory lane, shall we? Let's go. Our, our first year at the Mac, you do realize that this was a Super Bowl matchup, right, sir? Yes, sir. Crazy. Hey, just, just, <laughs> just putting a little history into perspective for you, fam. Uh, first year I ever re- met this young man, Roy Mack, before he was a Hall of Famer. Uh, when he was a young punk running around with a a, a Tupac Shakur nose ring and a bandana, um, yeah, man, Super Bowl, man, this is the pay- and at that time I was going for the Patriots heavy. They were big underdogs, right? I, it was a great story, and I'm on the totally opposite end of the stick uh, this time around, which is hilarious. But I digress, man. Yeah, but man. I digress, man. It's shout a, out to the FEDDPC, man. It's a uh, it's a weird thing, man, to to say you know over a couple decades, Tom Brady is not only still relevant but still playing in Super Bowls. Now, again, if you are <laughs> if you are a subscriber man. or a viewer of this channel, I did a video probably about a year ago detailing why the Patriots have the success, in my opinion, that that they've had. Um, you know, I won't go into it now. We'll just talk strict, strictly talk about the uh, about the Super Bowl. But it has less to do with them being this great team and more to do uh, with the logistics of the NFL. Let's put it that way. Um, Man, you're talking about. Uh, I, listen, at some point, we're going to have to do a, a, a spotlight show, right, on the Patriots' rise to fame, quote unquote. And what we're going to do is just talk facts. Yeah, yeah. Right. We're going to talk to Troy Browns of the world. Guy who was playing defensive back and wide receiver, and no one cared. We're going to talk to acquisitions of the Corey Dillons rushing, you know, damn near 1,800 yards. You know, I think he had like 17, 1,600 yards right. that year when he, and no one cared. Uh, you know, all these pieces. We're going to talk about uh, the Vrabels, the the Ty Laws, the Willie McGinnises. Yep. I think Ty, hold on, am I mistaken? Or did they just talk about Ty Law yeah, in the Hall? Hall of Fame, yep. Okay, well, well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I told this to somebody a long time ago. Well, you know, I told everybody that we're going to look up one day, go. and we're going to look up, and you remember how everybody used to kind of give Terry Bradshaw shit because it was like, hey, Terry, how, yep. how good were you? You played with like 75 right. Hall of Famers. Well, right. we're going to look up, <laughs> and, and the Patriots are going to have a whole wing of Hall of Famers. Yeah. And then what I want everybody to do is maintain that energy and then take it from, from – from Bradshaw and say, well, damn, how good is Brady if he played with 20 <laughs> Hall of Famers? You dig what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not, no, I don't know seriously. what the number's going to be. Right, right. But it's definitely going to be, it's definitely going to be, I could easily see double-digit Hall of Famers. Oh, yeah. Because when you, you start talking about Will Fork, right. uh, McGinnis, uh, Woody, Damon Woody, I mean, listen, bro, these guys were unbelievable uh, football players with the Patriots. So, I'm, just, I'm saying all this to say this, man. Football's a team game, hell of a supporting cast, but What's also favored the Patriots have been rules and um, timely penalties on other teams. Understand every time the Patriots win big games, somehow like they like flanagle the rules, and then like the NFL like has to change the rule next year. It's the craziest thing in the world. Now most people they be like, "Hey, dog, well, you know they smarter than everybody." Hey, I hear you, right? That sounds cool. But, like, if you're playing uh, basketball, let's say you have to go to the gym, Roy Mack, because you're still hooping out here in the gym, right? You're still putting it on these young punks. If you go to the gym and the dude takes four steps, right, and, and gets a bucket and wins the game, 
is everybody going to be like, hey, man, he got us because, like, you know, the rule is if you do the Euro step, then you get two additional steps. We didn't know. <laughs> You're not going to be looking at dude like, yo, he, he's nice because he got over on us. You're going to be looking like, Pee, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, right, right. Like, yo, you trash. You dig? You, know, you got to do that. So that's what the Patriots have done in the, mo- in the most significant games. Um, shout out to Adam Vinatieri, right? Listen, it's a team game, but I hate when we try to take all the combined team success and just give it to one guy, right? It was like, yo, what happened to all these other contributing players? Like, the Patriots have always had an incredible cast. That first group of receivers they had, um, those first three Super Bowls, I believe the Patriots won, those were really good receivers. Now, people will try to like, hey, man, but they won Pro Bowlers. That's not the style of football the Patriots play, bro. Right. Right? right. They don't play that style of football. So don't don't start talking to me about Pro Bowl receivers and, you know, Elderman is not – he couldn't play on another team. This game That's is, just like saying Jeremy Lin couldn't play for other teams, right? But in D'Antoni's system, it looked pretty good. This so, game you know. is feeling a little bit, in terms of the, the lead-up to the game, the talk, it's feeling a little bit Alabama-Clemson to me. Um, only from the standpoint of how dominant everybody's talking about the Patriots. Different because Clemson and Bama had – the history going back a couple of years of meeting in those games. So different there, obviously. But just in terms of – see, there was a guy who people won't remember now because he was before um, everything really blew up in terms of the 24-hour newscast, in terms of social media really, really, really popping off. There was a guy on ESPN (laughs) who went by the name – Sean Big Mouth Salisbury, <laughs> right? Um, Sean Big Mouth Salisbury. If wow. you're a USC fan R. from R. back in the day, you'll know R. him R. as his a career, quarterback. Boy. He once uttered the following sentence. If you give Tom Brady and Bill Belichick two weeks to prepare for anybody, they're going to destroy him and blow him out. Yeah. Now, unfortunately for him, they lost that, <laughs> they lost that Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Um, but that – and that's going back years ago. So that's always been kind of the aura around the Patriots that, hey, of course they're going to win the Super Bowl because think about how smart they are. Now you've given them, you know, X amount of time to prepare. Um, right. Now me, after, even after saying all that foolishness, I am going to take the Patriots to win, not because I think the Patriots are even that much better, right, or that, or that they right. are a superior team. I'm taking the Patriots because of this. For whatever weird-ass reason, in the NFL – for the last 15 years plus. Yep. Yeah. When people play the oh, damn whoa. Patriots, <laughs> right. Something weird happens to where they just start doing shit that they don't ever do in regular games. Right. Um they start Clean running flickers, weird defenses. You know, triple reverses. Yeah, the like, defense what are we doing? Like I'm watching the game um the, punting the ball the on Chiefs, second down. I'm watching yeah. the Chiefs game and I'm thinking at what point do you get try to get any type of pressure, right? At what point do you call a timeout maybe in this overtime and say, damn, he just throwing it, you know, he, 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 let's get a, a something, right? And right. You know, p- people just get almost like a effing trance that people come under. And they just forget how to play football. Now, well, I know the Rams got a hot shot young coach, and he's super innovative, and he's right. super excited about, you know, just about life right now, right? Right, um, right. So right, maybe right. he'll be different, right? But you got to go back okay. a few years to, bro, think about this. The Falcons not only had them beat, but the Super Bowl My was damn near goodness. in their damn dressing room already. The shit was over. And if you want to crown them, <laughs> you can crown them. The shit right? was over, bro. That was over, bro. That game was over. And all. they decided that they were going to try to just uh, fucking outsmart everybody. Yeah. And they were going to just do something crazy. Even that. And so they lose. 
the damn Seahawks. Game's over. Yeah. Marshawn Lynch has been killing the Patriots all game. You're on the one yard line. Hand the ball to Marshawn well, Lynch. Well, the previous been... run, the previous run got the the stadium loud, right? right? The previous run, Marshawn had almost got into the end zone. It's like, okay, take that momentum yeah. and just hand him the ball again. Like, I forgot not... what down it was. They threw the pass, but however many white you got, whatever down it is, you got however many more chances just to give the ball to fucking to, that to Marshawn. Run yeah. that was first run back. That was first down. So you got four. So you're gonna turn around and hand the ball to Marshawn. Sean Lynch four more times, four times in to a row get to, get to, 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 to get three yards. To get three yards. I don't think it was even three, bro. I think it was uh, yeah, whatever maybe, the hell it was. Yeah, maybe two. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But that's what you're gonna yeah. do. And for whatever reason, they decide to run a fucking or slant. You could throw it to a fifth receiver, a yeah. guy who was a fifth receiver so on again, a depth chart. People just start like doing idea. weird stuff, bro. I I can't explain it. Um, shout out to the Pats. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Shout out to them. Yeah. So for that reason, that's why I'm taking them uh, in this game, just because the history tells me. Unless you're unless you're Eli Manning and and the damn Shout out to Eli Manning, bro. He <laughs> Everybody just, else trips Eli the fuck just out. doesn't get it, right? Eli, yeah, Eli don't give a fuck it. about that invincibility. Yeah, he don't shit. know really what's going on. I think Eli, when he was playing those Super Bowls, he thought it was like preseason. <laughs> this guy, Eli Manning, is so like he he he's on some G golly whiz. I you know I'm just here. Just throw and, it up and see what happens. Bro, that's why that Patriots shit never phased him. He never got rattled. Nope. I watched Eli play those Super Bowls, and I was like, bro, this guy, <laughs> unlike his bigger brother, right, who overthinks and overcalculates, Eli, the type of dude, fam, if you give it a dude a multiple choice, he just go A, A, C, C, D, D, E. Hey, man, we'll see what happens. With, with, uh, I had a teacher. Manning, I had a teacher who used ahead. to say, people that rush through tests, hey, them motherfuckers are trying to get to P.E. That that's that's right. Eli Manning. He's trying to hurt me. Hey, Eli was just trying to get the PE. <laughs> Let's get to the yeah, PE. Yeah, man. Time this damn test, hey, because bro, what he was doing against the Patriots made no sense. Like in regards to just throwing it up there, and, and and it was because he was playing like that. Like his team responded. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Uh, he wasn't rattled. The, the long story short is, I seen a couple of quarterbacks who have outplayed Brady against the Patriots uh, in the playoffs. Right. Joe Joe Flacco's one of them. Obviously, you know, I'm going to say Eli outplayed him. I would just say Eli uh, matched Brady's clutch, right? Um, Russell Wilson, I honestly felt like the Seahawks had the formula to beat the Patriots. Like, in, I, I'm not talking about, like, just personnel. I'm talking about their mentality. Right, right, right. The, With the that Seahawks, defense and everything. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. sir. And Marshawn Lynch. Yep. They had a we don't give a F mentality. Brady ain't that nice. That was their mentality. Now, Brady lit their ass up. Make no mistake about it. But the vibe was he's not going to outdo us because we got a guy, Russell Wilson, who can do everything Brady can do in the clutch. Yep. Until Pete Carroll and the offensive staff let Brady off the hook, right? <laughs> um, we watched, so we watched the Seahawks let him off the hook. We watched the Falcons let him off the hook, right? Two victories right there, just boom, boom, right? And I'm sure we can go back to a couple of those other games where it's like, come on. And I know they're all going to be close games. It's a Super Bowl. I'm not trying to take wins away. But what I'm saying is that what Roy, I'm reiterating what Roy Mack is talking about. People just overthink. Bro, play football, right? How good is Julian Elderman, uh, Elderman in that offense? What does he do best? Just take that away. Make him take – make Julian Elderman, right, and Gronkowski and all these guys, make them run goal routes. Make them run, uh, you know uh, – routes that are going towards the sideline. Don't let them run these slants and rubs and posts. Right. Like, really bow down the hatchet on that, right? Um, 
I don't get why teams just allow these guys to cross them up the whole game and then they get confused and then the, the Chargers want to come out with six DBs. I'm like, for what? Why y'all come out with six DBs, bro? You feel me? And then you don't put pressure on Brady. Um, so for all those reasons you just named, I'm actually flipping my pick. <laughs> I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually flipping my pick. So in my heart, my gut feeling is telling me that the Patriots are going to win this game, right? I hope the Rams play up to their potential. But I, I'm going to say this. It's, it's something to be said about playing um, in a difficult bracket, right? It's something to be said about that because when you play those tough-out games, Roy Mack, when you play those hard-nosed games, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It makes you better equipped when there's only one game on the line. So we always talk about the Patriots week conference, right, throughout the regular season, which has been an advantage in regards to health and playoff seeding. Huge advantage. But the thing about the Patriots, if you really bust down the lines of who the Patriots beat, they beat Patty Mahomes, who's in his first year, right, as a full starter. Right. So you beat Patrick Mahomes. He didn't beat the Chiefs because Patrick Mahomes is a one-man band in, in regards to their offense. And, um, right, and he, was without, and he was without his best weapon, but go ahead. My, exactly. Kareem Hunt went there, and, you know, and, and Watkins is always hurt, but I digress. So you beat Patty Mahomes. You also beat Phillip Rivers in Foxborough, the same Phillip Rivers who's never beat Brady right in the playoffs. Super the same Phillip. I don't even think he's beat him in the regular season. What would you say? I just said super underachiever. Absolutely, right? So all that Hall of Fame shit for Phillip, bye-bye, stop it. Stop, stop the Hall of Fame talk. So you beat Phillip Rivers, who's never beaten. And again, the Chargers ain't been in the playoffs, I think, what, they've been one time in the last seven years, right? And so I'm just looking at who the Patriots got had to beat. I'm not taking it away from them that they beat these teams, but I'm just saying, you beat Phillip Rivers and the Chargers, and then you beat Patrick Mahomes. Now, I look on the other side, and the Rams beat the Cowboys in a, in a very – you know, hard-fought game. I would say the Rams always had the upper hand on the Cowboys, but the Cowboys were peaking. They were playing really good football, and then the Rams went in and beat a team that they had been beaten by, New Orleans, in the Superdome. Right. I think that that's a, I think that Saints' victory was significant. Now, we can get into the controversial play call at the end, uh, or no, no call at the end, but the reality is, is that the Saints had ample opportunities to score again. Right. And and the Rams defense did wasn't allowing it. You gotta remember, Drew Brees them got the ball first in overtime. They forced a pick. So, you know, the Rams and you gotta remember, man, Jared Goff drove down the field with a minute left and got his team to scoring position to, to get them into overtime. Like these things are getting passed over because of the you know, the uh pass interference. So I'm saying all that to say this. I feel like I feel like the Rams now have the confidence in their quarterback. Gurley is the X factor, by the way. Right. Because this guy has been, you know, essentially pedestrian throughout the playoffs because of injury. So hopefully these two weeks has really allowed him to heal. I got the I got the Rams, bro. I had the Patriots coming into this game because of the Patriots, Bill Belichick, Tom Brady. But I feel like the Rams, I feel like they have because they have the individual talent. I feel like they have the uh, I feel like they have the talent, obviously. But I think they have the mentality. When you get the key to leads and the Aaron Donalds on your team, right, guys got that attitude, the Dominican Sue's, the Marcus Peters type of guys, I feel like that attitude and that we ain't scared of you mentality 
is what you need to play against the Patriots. And I think the Rams are going to get him, bro. And I think Gurley's going to be the X factor because he hasn't done much thus far. And he's not, he's not been healthy. So hopefully, right, he's as healthy as he can be and they can really get him going. Yeah, I think um, I, would, I, would, I would like to see the Rams win. I'm, I'm saying Patriots, not because, like I said, not because I think they're, they're better, just because for whatever weird reason, <laughs> when people play them, it's weird shit that happens. So, barring it, think about this. The times that we haven't seen people do weird shit or some weird rule change come out of it, they typically lose, right? When teams right. don't do something weird or when a rule doesn't, when, when their win doesn't result in a rule change, they typically lose those games. That's not, <laughs> that's not conjecture. That, those are facts. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, um, right. So, you know, we'll see. It's weird because you're talking about the Seahawks mentality. It was only two teams that I ever saw outside of the Seahawks who had the similar mentality. One was the mm-hmm. Giants. We know their history with them. And the other one, yeah. I would say, is the ball, was the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, um, yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and Flacco proved it, though, right? right. He you know, got through them with the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. The, the Ravens the never. Two teams. You know and obviously I mean? last year the Eagles, right? And because the Eagles right. came in, but they were kind of like, on, yeah, it was on like a whole like magical. It was on right, some, some underdog, yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. Like but I know you talking about over have, the course of the yeah, the, the Steelers have talked a good game about the Patriots. Yeah, but, you know. nah, yeah, they don't believe it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm with you. You know, what I'm saying? They, no, they, they don't believe it. Nah, yeah. they don't believe it. They don't believe it. So you're going, you're going Rams. I'm, I'm reluctantly saying Patriots. Just because right. I, just, not even because I think the Patriots are going to play well. I'm saying that because I, I, my fear is that the Rams are going to do something. They're going to do a triple reverse yeah. on first down. <laughs> but although, well, although, you know what? You know what you said that? Although, that's the way the Rams kind of fucking play. Is like, yeah, I you know. know. You know I know, but I'm saying like, they might, you know, they may triple reverse pass this time though, right? It's like, <laughs> listen, here's what I do like. I like that CJ Anderson is a constant, right? I like the way he runs. He, you know, he doesn't do anything fancy. He gets you to three, four yards. Yep. I think that's going to be big to spell for Todd Gurley. I do believe that Jared Goff gained a ton of confidence. Like I said, bro, if you drive your team down in the fourth quarter against Drew Brees in the Superdome, Get the uh, field goal to get it to OT. And then after that, you win. You put your team in position again in OT to win, and you win in OT. NFC title game, that's a lot of growth, man, in a playoffs. So, um, you know, that's how stars' careers begin, if you will, right? Like yeah. those moments. So I feel like Jared Goff has had a lot of moments. They haven't been at full strength. And let's talk about the elephant in the room. Are the Rams going to be able to get pressure on Tom Brady? You know the, what's the weird? Chargers, the Chargers haven't been able to Roy Mack, and we know we know what the Chiefs did. Well, I think the Chiefs were playing a prevent defense. That's what I was gonna say. Quarter. For whatever I think reason, the Chiefs were in prevent. They were rushing two and dropping back twenty. So, right. I, so for whatever reason, D. that first that's down why, and ten prevent. That's why part of what I'm saying is leaning toward the pass, just because again defenses play weird against them. I I don't understand why you would go to a prevent and not. Listen, bro, it's very simple. If, if they would like assistance, what I could have them do, I could have my cameras um, at the crib. They, they can do a Skype. They can do a FaceTime. I don't know if, you know, they fix the glitch on FaceTime, whatever. We can do a Duo, uh, a Google, Duo, whatever they want to do, man. But they right. can, like, come to the crib, watch me play Madden, and I'll show them the defense that I run, bro, to, like, right. disrupt all that. It's not very complicated, <laughs> man. Well, here's your deal, Roy Mack. You got in. Because think about it. Hold on, hold on. Because think about it. What yeah. are the Patriots going to run? They're going to run slant. They're going to run three, three, di- three different types of uh, uh, pass routes. Drag. Slants, <laughs> drags, <laughs> and outs. That's all they're yeah. going to run, bro. Mm-hmm. 
and they're gonna, you they know, have no true vertical bro, threat at all. They're gonna run some little rub pick plays, you know what I'm saying, off of those slants and drags. But that's basically it, bro. They're not running anything else. You know what I'm saying? You know what's gonna be interesting too, Roy Mack, is how the refs allow uh, Peters and Akeem to lead to play these uh, these receivers, right? Well, are they going to be able to? Are they going to be able to rough the Patriots up like the, like the Patriots did to them yeah. in 01? You remember that? Well, Talib, both of those guys, they have the t uh, they have an internal thing with them to where they'll do Talib. What game was oh, that? They're hot the playoffs head. to where like Talib just like head. just like pushed the dude out of bounds for no reason, got a dumbass. Yeah, they're uh, hot. So like, you know, hopefully they'll just play football because when they I, when listen, those two dudes I do play have football, confidence that they'll play football. Yeah, when, when they play football, they're really good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. I mean, they're all pro caliber. Yeah. Both the those guys are all pro The problem is when, like, the other shit all takes pro. over. You know what I'm saying? When the right. other shit takes over, then it, it becomes something totally different. Let I me think, say this, though. They are playing a perfect team, Roy, because the Patriots don't trash talk, right? Like, their receivers, they're, you know what I mean? They don't have those edgy right. guys. It won't be so those guys be to, like, to Yeah, that's going to push them. You know what I'm saying? That's gonna make a that's gonna make a T uh annoy a key to lead, right? Hey, or Peters. So I think they'll be. Have right. I missed something, or or has the buildup for this Super Bowl been underwhelming? It's been trash. Okay, I thought maybe I missed uh, it. All right, no, cool. it's been trash. I'm gonna tell you why though. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna tell you why it's been trash. I got a theory as well, so I want to hear your theory. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I think it's been trash because all they want to do is talk about one guy. They want to tell you that if Brady wins this one, he's Michael Jordan now. Basically, you get me. Mm -hmm. Instead of having all these different storylines, and Dominic and Sue's gonna be looking for a big deal after this game, so I think he's gonna play his heart out. Real talk. Aaron Donald just got Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. A key to lead gets back to the Super Bowl. Gets yep. another. This will be his third Super Bowl victory, by the way. He got one with the Broncos. He got one with the Patriots. If a key to lead gets this one, we're gonna have to start looking at him as a Hall of Fame corner, right? Real, Real talk. talk. So the reality is, is that. Barkus Peters, uh, I don't believe they played paid Peters yet. So I think he's actually going to be looking for a new deal. So listen, a lot of papers on the line. When you start talking money, because you talk, you, right, we're just talking about like the game. You know what I'm saying? About Alan Iverson, not, not the game. Not, not the game. Papers on the line, right? Legacies are on the line as well. Um, so I was, I was alluding to earlier, though, I'm going to get back to this, but Andomican Sue, Aaron Donald with that pass rush, bro. Can they get pressure up the middle, Roy Mack? That's going to be the question. They may be able to do it with just four. Right. If, but look, you got a Dominic and Sue and Aaron Donald. Yeah. If you can't get pressure, then no one can get pressure, right? But back to the why the Super Bowl, um, the buildup has been trash, is because they're trying to force this, you know, um, Tom Brady's the greatest athlete of all time argument on people. And people in general ain't buying it. Like, they see what's going on, right? right? You can respect the guy's success within this organization without going crazy. Like I told you, what, a week ago, two weeks ago, that Tom Brady's not in my top five uh, greatest quarterbacks of all time. He's obviously the most accomplished, but last time I checked, it's a team game. And we're talking individual ability at quarterback. Tom Brady's probably, man, he, he yeah, he's, about, he's probably in my body, seven and down. Because I could probably reel off seven guys right now off the top of my head, right? Dan Marino, John Elway, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Peyton Manning, um, Joe Montana, like just straight ability. You know what I'm saying? Before mm -hmm. I even get, you know, so again, um, hell of a career, right? But let's, you know, I think they're trying to force that narrative, which is why I believe the Super Bowl has been kind of quiet, man. It's been kind of quiet. Yeah. I got a little bit of a different take. I think that's okay. A, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. I think I, I, I actually yeah. agree with that point. 
Um, I just took it a step further, though, and this goes back to a, uh, a, a debate that me and you have been having now, shit, probably the better part of the, of the decade. Um, maybe not quite that long, maybe five years, four to five years. I think it's the NBA, bro. I'll be 100% honest with you. I think the you NBA. You think the NBA is starting to take over a little bit? I've been bit. telling you this for five years now. Because the yep. NBA trade deadline coincides now with that Super Bowl buildup. And in oh, years, in years right. past, that NBA trade deadline hadn't meant much. No news, of, right? Nothing no news did. at all. It was just, you know, we, it, so it was all. Over the last five to seven years now, it's been super active every single year around that trade deadline of people expecting moves, expecting things to happen. And then in this right. year, you got. Understand, fam, they're talking about Anthony Davis, uh, a dude that people told me two or three years ago is the best, it, it will be the best player in the, in the league in a couple of years, right? Yeah. If they they said already. Anthony Davis in two years is probably going to be the best player in the league. Right. Um, so you got that. You got the Porzingis move. You got the Warriors with Boogie Cousins coming back. You got people. So I think the NBA, in that little window where there's no football, I think what the NBA has done now is created drama which people love the bullshit right so they've created a bit of drama and with the warriors love them hate them whatever the fuck you want to do with them the warriors and the lakers played last night and all i saw on my feed was people talking about the damn warriors and the lakers without lebron james by the way so who so we, we already know the outcome of that game even with lebron the outcome right. is pretty it's pretty it's gonna be probably similar but with no right. LeBron, you definitely know the outcome of the game and that's all people were talking about and yep. with, with that being said too look at this new nfl where are the quote-unquote characters? And the reason, the only reason I bring that up is because people tell me that's what matters. I could give two shits less. But people tell me, quote-unquote, that's to get the people going during – because if you got two weeks to <clears> sell <throat> a game, think about it like this. Yep. You, you are both boxing fans. Those two weeks aren't meant for preparation. Those two no. weeks are meant to sell the game. Why people should come. It's like a boxing right. match. That's exactly right? what like it's the like. Press you promote the boxing. Up. Yeah. Yep. I think the NFL has gotten fat and happy with the way um, their game is played and the the revenue that they get. So they're like, oh, we don't yep. have to build it. It's the Super Bowl. Just tell them it's the Super Bowl. You right. Know? Like, yeah, what do we got to sell this? It's the Super nah. Bowl. Because you remember in, in years past, it would be a whole thing where you would have like cameras following around two or three guys. I remember when Shannon Sharp Absolutely. was in the, uh, you know, was in the Super Bowl. It was a big thing because he was a big personality, and they yep. would have him. And when the Cowboys would be there, and they would have, you know, or when Dion, you know, so it was always something right. to where they were pushing that to still sell the game. Over the last how many years now, it's not a big push in those two weeks. People, you know, you know what what the biggest talk is every single year over the last few years now about the about the Super Bowl. The fucking it's Tom Brady the goat. Well, not even that. It, it's, it's been it's been the halftime show. Whether people are gonna like it or not, right? That's been the biggest talk for the, like the last five to seven years. I've been seeing these maroon five here. Like, I don't know what it's about, by the way, because I'm not interested. But every time I go, you know, online, I keep seeing maroon fives. Uh, scheduled to perform and it's country. I'm, why is there controversy? <laughs> I have no idea, bro. But I'm just not interested, right? That's but what I'm saying. Right. But those are the biggest, like, like those are the headlines. Headlines. They want me to be mad at Travis Scott for getting this bag. Like, hey, yeah. I can't listen, bro. Get your money. When was the um, last time somebody talked about a, the, the Super Bowl commercial used to be a big thing? Now it's like, bro, I think last year was trash. That's I think what I'm saying. It's, it's just. I think the commercials last year were not good at all, by the They're going to have to um, do something with this Super Bowl thing. Let me um, let me say this. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I I kind of kind of so earlier I was talking about you know Tom Brady the whole discussion about him being a goat kind of put a damper on it because it's like bro we, you know like we we know what it is it is what it is 
But I actually got to take another take as well, right? It's kind of okay. losing what you said. There are no personalities. Right. Like who? Todd Gurley? You get what I'm saying? Dolly can sue. Right. So there are no personalities to sell, A. And B, like you said, the NBA trade deadline is really dominating. Like, all, like that's what people are really interested in, right? Um, and three, though, right, is the fact that the NFL is doing everything they can to damper personalities. Yep. Because when someone shows their personality, they become a bad guy. Yep. Right? Yeah, he's more interested in commercials than, you know, winning games. What the F does me doing a commercial on my off time? have to do with me not wanting to win a football game, yep. bro. What are we talking about? They're acting like they film these commercials after the quarter. Like, what are we talking about here, yeah, right? Man. So they they indict these players, right, for marketing and branding themselves. And so ultimately, here's what I believe. I believe the NFL wants to ultimately become college football. Oh, yeah. Right? Where the logo is bigger yep. than the athlete. Yep. Or, or they want one position, right, the, the position that they've been trying to shove down, well, they have not been trying. They've been shoving down your throat for the last 20 years. They want one position to get all the credit and to be the face of organizations, and that's the quarterback position. That's it. That's it. They don't want you to care about no receiver. They don't give a damn about no running back. They don't care about no corners. So the NFL is to blame for the NFL they've created. Now, listen, they're still making money hand over fist. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I mean, what, what, what can you tell them? Well, right? But the, the reality the, is the NBA has caught up, though. Yes. Well, the and, NBA has legitimately caught up. And think about up. this. Here's where, they, where I knew they messed up at, right? Think about Marshawn Lynch. Now, yes, sir. I'm gonna, I might bore everybody here for about 30 seconds, but there was a time in this country around 98 to about 02 where professional wrestling blew up because of two characters. Well, you know, he had that whole NWO thing, but really two characters in the WWE, WWF then, whatever, right? The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Stone Cold Steve well, hold Austin. On. What about my man, Mankind? Mankind had a little run. <laughs> my man, Mankind. Hey, uh, the run, Rock man. and Stone Cold, right? So Stone really Cold's thing though. was that he was an anti-hero, right? He was anti-establishment. Right. He was against... At that point, the cat was out of the bag for the last couple of people who didn't know it was fixed. Everybody now knew that Vince McMahon was not only a face, he was the owner of the company. He was the one pulling the strings. And now Stone Cold emerges this anti-hero who was supposed to be a bad guy because of his demeanor, but he was also anti-establishment, so made the people love him. They had right. that in Marshawn Lynch. There goes yeah, the Stone Cold Steve Austin right there. He's a great yeah. player. Everybody's connecting with him. He's on all the late night shows. The people love him, but he's yep. anti-NFL. He's hey, very anti articulate, by the way. Yeah, right? he's just he, he's just your anti. You got your anti-hero. They see dreadlocks and you know little gold, open-faced gold tooth, and you know you know who we shall not re rename any names. Think that he's a quote-unquote thug. Well, two things. This brother went to Cal Berkeley, right? <laughs> he went to Cal Berkeley, right? And the other thing is uh, his money's pretty good. He's done a great job with, like, investing and saving his money. So I would say he's probably a pretty intelligent brother. Yeah, man. And he's very articulate. The thing about Marshawn is that they wanted to control him once he got a name for himself. Because no one cared about Marshawn when he was in Buffalo. Nope. You know what I'm saying? No one cared about Marshawn when he was in Seattle, when they were losing and, you know, they were going 8-8 eight and eight and, you know, all these 7-9 and nine seasons. But once they started winning, and then those big runs came in the biggest moments, right? Those those huge runs. He kept having big playoff runs, yada, yada, yada. And he became synonymous with these type of runs. All of a sudden, the media wanted to make him their pet. Yeah. And when he refused to do it, they start threatening him with fines and, 
They tried to mock him, but shout out to him and I think it was Skittles. He got a couple commercials without him talking, right? So run tell that. Bro, everybody yeah, else. You're right though. Everybody right, else embraced him except the NFL. Yep. The rest of the, the, the rest of the country not was down want with. this guy. Right. <laughs> Pete Carroll was down with it until you know what? Uh, first on first first and goal, I guess you know, changed his mind. So I don't know. Yes, man. Pete Carroll said you know. But no, listen. There are no personalities in the Super nope. Bowl. Hey, but the NFL doesn't want you to I have a totally personality. Agree. Totally agree. So it's a logo. It's a logo over everything. Hey, dog. It's about that logo, dog. It's about the name on the on on the on the on the front, dog. It's about that shield, man. That's what it's all about. So, the shield. so Roy, Roy, do you anticipate this is going to be a good game? Is my question. Though. It depends. Because well, see, the playoffs on the AFC side with the Patriots, those are having been really good football games, well, bro. I, I mean, listen, this, that last well, game. I said it's went into overtime, though. right? Dude. Patty Mahomes, they went into yeah. overtime. So I kind of take that back. But I'm saying though, the games up until then, yeah. Man. On right here on PCR, I yeah. I told you a couple weeks ago, I was like, you know, people like, hey man, I'm some good guy. Like, right, okay, what are we considering a good game? Is are we considering a close game a good game? Because I haven't seen. I'll be 100 percent honest with you. I don't. I, I'll give them that overtime game because it was overtime and some drama. So okay, that can be right. considered a good game. <laughs> They did have two overtime games during the title game. That was great for the NFL. Yeah, but the one overtime game shouldn't have been an overtime game. It was an right, overtime game, right. but it was kind of like, that shouldn't you, know, have been an overtime you know what I'm saying? Game. And so, then Patty Mahomes didn't get a shot yes. because his defensive coordinator yeah. was in prevent defense for four so, quarters. So, I mean, you know. if it's a close game, does that... I, I just don't know what 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 we can consider a, a quote unquote good game because I've seen some shootouts that were good games. You know here's what, what here's what I'm gonna consider a good game. Okay, Mac. let's you go. Ready for this? Let's go. The refs the refs don't decide the game. I'm with you. Meaning meaning they're not gonna. I, I don't want the refs to dictate the flow because, prime example, you come out Jillian Elderman's running a route. You see a penalty flag on the defense. That's gonna dictate the the rest of the game. You get me? Yeah. That's going to dictate the rest of the football game if those DBs aren't able to play defense, essentially, yeah. against the Patriots. So that's what I mean. If the refs don't – if Aaron Donald and Dominic and Sue don't get called for a rough and a pass on like a close hit on Brady, then that's going to be a good yeah. game. But yeah, if I, not, if the refs get involved, it's going to be a cold world. It's setting up that it could um, – again, I, I said this about the Chiefs last week, and I'll say this about the Rams. I didn't think the Chiefs can win a close game. Yep. I don't think the Rams can win a close game. And I nope. and it, listen, hey, you can't win. You don't win close games. Yeah, against the I don't Patriots. think they can win a close game. So because let's be honest though, Let, let's let's be one hundred percent honest. Brady has been the most consistently clutch quarterback that you and I have seen. Yeah. Right? Let's let's be real. The brother, he's clutch. I mean, however they allow him to do it, he does it. So that's one reason you're not going to win a close game because Brady, if he has that football. It's like a 99% chance because all defense is going to prevent defense, as you know, Roy Mack, for whatever odd reason. Bro, I have no clue. Bro, I, I've never changed my whole deep. If it's third and 10, I'm just going to play nickel D. I'm not going into prevent, sir, but I digress. So everybody's going to go into prevent. They're going to allow Brady to get chunk plays, field goal, game over, right? The other reason is the Patriots always seem to get the right call at the right moment in big yep. moments. So if it's a close game, you probably going to get an offside penalty, a.k.a. the Chiefs, before Brady threw that interception. My big, that my, game's my big over, fumble. by the way. Bro, that game is over, sir. What happened? Oh, yeah, me he lined up in the neutral zone. Yeah. Bro, me and my, me and my, me and my dude, Abe, we were so crunk because, you know, he's a, um, he's a Chiefs fan, God bless his heart. 
And, uh, bro, we were hyped because we knew that game was over. We looked down, and the Chiefs' best pass rusher was lined up in the neutral zone. How? Bro, that just does, that does, that's not patient. even real. Bro, that, yeah, that, listen, <laughs> that's that, not even real. Bro, real talk, I would love to go down that brother's career and see how many times he lined up. Not, not false started. Lined up in, in the, the neutral, neutral zone. You don't do that type of stuff in preseason. But only against the Pacers do you do these type of things. You feel me? I'm with so you. if it's a close game, I'm with you, Roy Matt. You don't win close games against nah, the Patriots. Nah. Not gonna happen. Not <laughs> nah, gonna happen. Bro. It's gonna nah. be a late hit on Brady. It's right. gonna be a, a offensive. It's gonna be a defensive face masking on, on the D tackle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A Dominican Sue gonna get a rough in the pass, so he might get ejected. I, you know, I I don't trust close games against the Patriots. Here's what I'll say. It's gonna sound very cliche, Roy Mack, but here's what I'll say. You got to get out to a fast start if you're the Rams. Yep. Because the Patriots, historically in these playoffs, have gotten out to slow starts. They're talking about they scoring like three points, you know, per half, right? Right. They're getting, they're getting off to slow starts. So what you need to do, because you don't need it to be a close game, you need to get that early score, right? No field goals. You need to get that early score because what the Patriots do best is they lull you to sleep with the dinks and dunks and the dunks yes. and dinks, right? And the little runs. Yes. And so if you're in a close game with them, what they what, what Tom Brady has done the greatest, I believe, is his clock management has been un, unparalleled, bro. It, it has been unbelievable because if it's seven minutes left and they're down by like, you know, two or, or four or whatever, what he's going to do is make sure you don't get that ball back. And he's probably going to score, bro. He's probably going to score. So you want to get up on them early, and then you want to control that clock with C.J. Anderson and, and Gurley. But the thing is, Roy Mack, I'm not saying be conservative, but what I'm saying right. is that they let you run this football. Don't start trying to prove yep. to me that you got a big arm quarterback. Yep. Run the goddamn football. Yep. You feel me? I'm with you. I'm looking forward to it, man. Let's 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 keep it pushing though. So yep. uh we'll see what happens in that tonight. So I do what, let's reiterate. You have the I'm reluctantly, very reluctantly going with the Patriots just because teams uh-huh. t- I just need teams to prove to me that they're not gonna be idiots. So this <laughs> play football. Yeah, uh, you know, so far I haven't seen it. Uh like, like we just watched, we just talked about Kansas City. They decided just to go prevent for the fourth quarter in right. overtime, four, and they lost. So, yeah, nah, right. no, 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 no. I didn't say fourth quarter. They went prevent for four quarters. <laughs> yeah. Bro, he never got pressure on this guy. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, so, this yeah. guy had – he completed three consecutive third and tens. That's not on the defense, Roy. If I hold a guy, bro, first down, no yards. Second down, no yards. Third uh, – and then get to third down, all of a sudden they get more than ten. That means that my coach put me in a precarious situation. Cause yep. I'm just doing what I'm just doing whatever you jot, you jot down, and apparently I was doing it good until the third down. You decided to give these brothers a first down on three consecutive third and tens, bro. That's they should have fired him after the first third and ten first down. You kidding me? No, I'm with you. I'm with you. But, you know, but so, I got what's, what's popping? I, I do. But I got the Rams, Roy Matt. Wishful thinking again. I got the Rams. I feel like they got a little like more youth, Rams, a little man. more energy, a like little more star think- power. As crazy as you it know? sounds, I think it'll be better for the NFL for the Rams to win long term. No, I know it doesn't sound crazy because it, it could be a changing of the guard with McVay golf. Yeah, golf bro, understand golf was the first overall pick. You feel me? Yeah. I know Winch gets a lot of the headlines, but golf was actually the first quarterback taken. Yeah. You dig? Um ain't hold on, aren't they, uh, am I tripping? Somebody's going to a new stadium. It's not the Rams, is it? Or is it the well, 
the Rams have to get a new stake right now. They're playing in the uh, okay, yeah, yeah. So they are going to get a new stake. So yeah, it'd be great for the NFL, bro. Yeah, it'd be good. Great for the NFL. Let me, hey, but look, go ahead. It'd go ahead. be also great for the good old boys if yeah. your man wins. So yeah, yeah. Hey, they said win-win, dog. What I win-win. here's what's going to happen though. I'm going to come back next week, and if Tom Brady does lose, we got to start talking about that Super Bowl record now. Uh oh. Oh, you're going to hit him with the LeBron James treatment, well, how they be yeah, doing Everybody LeBron? told me, you know, so whatever, man. But anyway. Right, because LeBron, what, three and six? Yeah, I think? something silly. <laughs> something yeah, silly. Yeah. But, well, uh, I mean, listen, you start facing. Listen, that the only one I take away from your boy LeBron is that mask, bro. You you can't lose. You can't, can't lose. Yeah. The Heatles? And then they lost against Kawhi, them, right? Yeah. Ah, damn, bro. Yeah, listen, I'm sorry. Nah, you can't. Nope. 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 Shout Hell out to uh, shout out to that uh to that Sp- that Spurs team was legit that Mavs team it was just you know Jason Kidd was on his last legs yep uh, shout, out, hey, shout out to Jet Terry up threes hey well Jet Terry said hey can he do it for four uh for four what do you say for seven games yeah for hey, seven dog. games that was after like game what three yeah they, they gotta keep going. Yeah, I, I do want to go to the association. I want to get to, to the Porzingis trade, and I also want to get to Anthony Davis because I saw some new stuff pop off uh, here recently. So that trade is definitely getting ready to happen. But yeah, before we get happen. to any, any of that, I want to talk mm-hmm. about my man Kyrie Irving. Yeah, man. Kyrie Co- recently came Kobe, out. Kobe 1.5. Kyrie recently came out and said, hey, man, you see it on the screen if you're watching right now. I don't own anybody. Shit. Facts only. <laughs> what are we talking about? Well, because look, he said, "Ask me July first, right?" Yeah. Then the other dude, the other reporter, tried to like step it up on the bus. Well, hey, what's changed? As if Kyrie has like committed to the organization. So Kyrie said, "Hey, bro, I don't nobody shit, no more shit." <laughs> so yeah, my I, man. I love how hey Roy back, but I love how these reporters and these fans want these players to commit to franchises, right? Mid-season. Hey, what about finishing this contract out? We don't want to honor contracts no more? Well, ah. don't let that get in the way. <laughs> don't let that get in the way. Hey, I'm just saying, man, let's just, hey, let this man honor his contract, man. That's all I'm saying, dog. So we got Kyrie. And hey, shout out to Kyrie. He just want to play basketball. When people thought that Kyrie was going to go to Boston and ride it out, see if he can get it yep. done, win a championship, it now looks like Kyrie has you, what it looks like is you see somebody that went off on their own, wised up, <laughs> <laughs> understood the shit ain't what he thought it was oh, gonna be. Man, it gets dark and lonely without yeah. LeBron. Man. And now he, dark and lonely. I think he may have learned how to treat other other superstars, and I think he's ready to you know be like, all right, dog, listen. Because here's the well, reality, Kyrie, right? Hey, but Roy Mack, Go Kyrie got to also realize he's six foot. You get me? You're never gonna convince him of that though. That's a like see people. I know. That's I agree with great, you on that. I agree with oh, you on that. Kobe. But people gotta give up on that though with Kyrie and with Westbrook. Give up on all that with them. Because they're right. not gonna listen to any of that, bro. In their well, minds, I'm, they're what, the Westbrook Greek freak. Six four? But he thinks he's the Greek freak though. That's the problem. Right, I know, I know. Because he wanna lead <laughs> he wanna lead your team and rebound. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I know Westbrook. You want to leave the hey, team and rebound. Hey, listen, Chris Paul is like what? Well, I mean, not Chris Paul. Um, uh, John Wall is like six two, six three. But yeah, he don't want to be uh, Porzingis. But that that's the problem with with just those two guys specifically, Kyrie and, <laughs> right. and Westbrook. They think, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So Kyrie, bro, he you know he, he what he needs to understand is if let's say he does decide to make a move, right? Mm-hmm. Which I now think he will. I think Kyrie's gonna leave. I think Boston. he's gone, bro. I think he's gonna leave Boston. 
And, I honestly think Kyrie's going to be in New York. I'm going to be honest I, with you. Which I would like for him, right? Me too. He, he has a game that I think the that city would embrace. Absolutely. Um, and I, I would like to see that happen to Boston. Um, no disrespect to uh, any of the players there. I love Jason Tatum. I said when he came out, right. he was going to be the best player from that draft. I yep, think you did call right that. To, 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 to this hey, all, all, although, um, that, listen, the prediction was actually a lot better when you made it, right? It don't sound so good now because it appears that, like, uh, what's your man name from Philly? Uh, uh, Folks? Mark Hill. He may never play basketball again. <laughs> Uh, Lonzo Ball's about to go into NBA obscurity yeah. as he gets traded from LA. You, you feel me? Yeah. So your pick was actually better. It was a time. ballsier pick then, yes, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> if, hey, if you said now, because hey, if you said that right now, people would be looking no at you shit. like you're the biggest. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. right, if you're like, okay, so you want me to compare him to Lonzo yeah. and Markel Folks? All right, well, Roy, well, go out on the limb, why don't you? Right, yeah. So you actually made this pick before it happened. It was before a great pick then. Yeah. Um, but you know, listen, don't say it anymore because it won't sound as good, you know. <laughs> but Lonzo no, don't put you out there too the, many times. The times. reason I say I think that, uh, or, or that I would <laughs> like for this to happen to Boston is because I think Danny Ainge in the front office deserves it. Um, because the, hey, absolutely. the trick absolutely. that they tried to pull on the NBA and the fans is that it's cool to stockpile, at, uh, to, to, to stockpile <clears throat> draft picks and young talent. Yes, that sir. That sounds great in theory. Yeah. Here's the reality that's, that's about that's a great, great Roy Mack. That's a great like model and philosophy for a college basketball, yeah. college football. Well, here's the reality about Boston, right? Because everybody keeps telling me how much of a genius he is and how he stockpiled these assets. Okay, he's a great genius. Yeah. Okay, he has one championship. That's it. Yep. And that With one victory, championship came when he had Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, <laughs> and Ray Allen, three Hall Well, he had, he, had, he had four starters on the Eastern Conference. And he had Ray John Rondo. Yeah. Four, he had four, he had four uh, you know, all-star uh, players. You know yeah. what I mean? So he has That's pretty good. Which, if you look at it, well, I would compare that to Joe Dumars and say, well, what's the difference? Joe Dumars got fired. Yep. Joe Dumars ended up getting fired. Now I would say he got. I would. The only reason I would say he got fired is because he picked up. Uh, he decided that like instead of getting uh, like Dwayne Wade or Carmelo or Chris he went Miles, he went down in dark. <laughs> well, he pulled the Mark Cuban trick, but it didn't work out for him, right? Yeah, he decided to go get Darko Milicic, and you know, shit. Right. <laughs> that was just a right. Listen, that's a classic <laughs> overthinking move, <laughs> bro. Just go get Melo, bro. You gotta get, do. Hey, hold on, Roy. Why don't we learn from this Sam Bowie thing? Bro, I have Why? my dude. You Why gotta... do we keep pulling the Sam Bowie trick? Well, I don't get it. What bro. you had was a situation in which you look up and you say, okay. Carmelo I don't Anthony get it, is the At that time, real talk, people might not remember, Carmelo Anthony is the hottest player in the country at that time. He's hotter Roy, than LeBron. Listen. No, listen. I just saw an article that said, Who's the greatest college freshman of all time? Carmelo Anthony was on the cover. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think it's yeah. overstated. What he you're was the saying. hottest I player mean, at that time in the country. You kidding me? And they decided that what they were going to do was go way over there. <laughs> they was going to go way over there. And right. Go get a guy. And, right. You know, For what? Listen. Hey Chauncey, hey, Chauncey said, hey, man, he had a hell of a workout. <laughs> hey, I forgot they asked a couple of players about that, you know, the Pistons players, man. And I was laughing at their reactions because they had the same reaction as everybody else. WTF. Well, that's the only relax you can have, bro. But I think everybody should keep that same energy 
Because people yep. were calling for Joe Dumars' job. Like, oh, man, he mismanaged it. Now those guys are getting older and those guys, you know, he had to trade all those guys away. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, okay, cool. So now Danny Ainge is sitting over here with – because, listen, think about this. <clears throat> you, me and you are talking right now about, about Kyrie. If Kyrie decides he's going to go to Broadway, he's going to go to New York, I can't see Kevin Durant coming to Boston, right? Um, I don't see a- Anthony Davis going there because Anthony Davis is going to L.A. Go ask Rich Paul, right? So yeah. now you got all these assets, and what are you going to do with them now, right? <clears throat> okay. Oh, by the way, Roy Mack, yeah. your current players are not de- – they're not trending That's up That's what right I was going to get to. Although I like Jason Tatum, it's his second year, so we don't – we don't know. Is he going to – listen, he could turn into a guy who is just like a 17-point-a-game guy. Still a good player in the NBA, bro. Absolutely. But I love you, to score 17 yeah, a game in the NBA. You, listen, if you can 17 night in the, in, the, in, in the NBA, every team in the league can use you. The problem is Absolutely. we can't build our franchise on your back. And then you got Jalen Brown, who's an interesting piece because you see the athleticism and the upside, but that's got yep. a lot of people fired, athleticism and upside, <laughs> and seeing that. So, Roy Mack, I'm going to actually flip this on you and pose a bigger question because I know Let's you get no Danny Age, and I'm cool with that. You Let's know? go. Uh, you know, but is this on Kyrie, though? What you mean? So, last year they went to the Eastern Conference Finals, right? With a bunch of young punks, no Kyrie. Yeah, no Kyrie, no Gordon. I see where you're going. Now, this year, listen, we're not in the playoffs yet, right? We're projecting, though, right? Right, right, right. We're projecting what we're seeing. Boston doesn't look good. What are they, the fourth seed? Right? They don't look look very good, bro. So, is this not on Kyrie Irving? What say you? What are your eyes telling you, Roy? I would say no. And here's why. I think sometimes a team like Boston had that made that run. I think when you got a team like that that nobody expects to make that run, that you can overachieve, right? Um, Think about what all happened last year. At some point, Al Horford is going to have to play his age, and I think he's coming back down to earth now this year. Al Horford had an all-star year last year. He he is quite playing at that level, and it's rightfully so. Think Again, I always tell people, think about the draft that he came out in. Who else in that draft is playing at a high level, right? So Al yep. Horford is kind of is coming back down. Think about it. Joe Kim Noah is nowhere to be found in the NBA anymore. But anyway, um, and I'm just saying that because they played together. But Al right. Horford is coming back down. Now he's not the same guy. Jason Tatum, who caught everybody off guard about by how good he was as a as a rookie, is not catching teams off guard anymore now, right? Jason Tatum, oh, no, I'm sorry, uh, Jalen Brown hasn't taken that next step to to where everybody thought he was going to go. See it. It, it's it's one thing the way they played last year. What it did was it created something in people's heads to, in my opinion, to where everybody thought, okay, we can just keep doing this. The problem with that is Rozier. Think about how crazy he played out of his mind last oh, year. Oh, I get it. I get it. The That's one thing I'm I saying. keep you... telling you is in the NBA, when you become good, great star, superstar, the different levels of all that shit is, you got to do it again. That's what that's what keeps guys from becoming consistently great is, okay, you did it good last year. All right, do it again now. Like, think about a dude like a Victor Oladipo who's now emerged as a like a like a semi-all-star type player. Well, he's all-star again this year. But his challenge now is that, hey, even next year, you got to do that same shit again. You know what I'm saying? And it's that's why you get a lot of guys who are 
like two or three-time All-Stars, like a, a Sharif Abdul-Rahim type of guy, right? No disrespect to him, but he was like a two-time All-Star. Because after a while, you just saw he can't continue to be as good as Chris Webber, as Kevin Garnett, as Rasheed Wallace. You got to keep doing that shit every single year. I think they severely overachieved, and we also can't give them and elevate them and give them props when everybody told me the only reason LeBron James is making it to the finals is because the Eastern Conference sucks. So what is it, right? So what is it? Was it a down Eastern Conference last year that allowed them to play that well? You feel what I'm saying? Or did they overachieve? Or is it a combination of everything? So I think it's a combination of the Eastern Conference being a little down and they overachieved. I think now everybody's coming back down. I wouldn't blame Kyrie for this, although I could understand Kyrie getting getting the blame for it. I can understand, right, right. and I wouldn't even I wouldn't even argue <clears throat> against it because they could they could point to that. Here's what I would tell those people who would point to that. Okay, um, trade Kyrie then. Right. All right, listen, I, I agree with you. Trade him. If you think you're going to get better, yeah. right? Like, if you think I you're better. I agree with you. Trade him. Let's see what happens. Listen, you know what? I told you in 2019, I'm conceding this. all arguments. Trade Kyrie. Let's see what happens. Matter hey, of fact, don't even get a player. Just get a pick. Since since you're good with your team, trade right. him for a pick, and let's see what happens. Hey, uh, should they trade Kyrie? Um, because, you know, you're, you're thinking he's not – I think it's like a 90% chance he's not coming back, right? I think he's leaving. I don't think he's like the way this year's looked. I don't think he likes Brad Stevens' uh, style you, of coaching. Let me, let me flip the question back to you. What could you get uh, for Kyrie? You're not going to get anything of equal value, right? Let's stop there. I'm just asking, like, right, people, I'm with you, but I'm just saying, yeah, what, what, what I, could you – You know, people, when you think of that, yeah, like, you're like, like, oh, yeah. what are you going to get? Like, hey, bro, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but But it kind of goes back to what you just said. If they feel like maybe – First of all, he's going to leave, right? So you got to get something before him, for him before you just let him off the hook. You would think so. Right, right. So I don't know. I'm just asking you, Roy Mack, you're the Hall of Famer. I mean, would you trade him? I would, but I, that's only because I think he's leaving. Right, <laughs> I think that's he's what I'm leaving, saying. so I'm getting well, yeah, I'm, I'm not shipping his ass out. Yeah, I'm not saying trade him because you want him out of there. You yeah, want to trade him because you want to get ass out. Yeah, I think he's leaving, so I'm shipping his ass out. That's just me personally. But I think he's leaving <laughs> because of, like, I think it's an organization, you know what I'm saying? And I think people don't want to deal with that with Danny, with the way Danny Ainge is running that, running that team. Um, right. So, yeah, I would deal him. The problem is now, see, at a certain point, this all has to go back to Danny Ainge. And as long as you have, quote, unquote, young talent, I think Danny Ainge can save his job. The problem is now is when you start trading guys like Kyrie Irving, eventually those young guys have to turn into something, right? Yep. And – with Kyrie Irving playing the way he's playing, doing what he's doing, there he's playing well. The team is like fourth, fifth seed. You know, they're not terrible. But that's really where they should be. Let's be very, very honest. Who's getting – who's being let off the hook in this whole thing? The reason that Kyrie was comfortable with going there is Gordon Hayward. No disrespect you know, to Gordon I, I, Hayward. You know, I saw all that. Yeah, because you know. he had a gruesome injury. But understand, he's taking up a ton of cap space with that contract. Over 20 20 24 20 yeah. Over $20 million for a guy coming off your bench. Woof. So good luck with that. You know what I'm saying? So trade Kyrie Irving. Keep keep that 20, $24 million coming off your bench. And let's see what happens. See, the problem is with Danny Ainge, I think if he let Kyrie walk, Danny Ainge can save face. Because now right. he can say, well, hey, he said he was going to resign with us, and then he decided to leave. He's right. just doing but if you trade him, then it's like oh, if you, you trade you, him you now, you're trigger. saying you're getting this guy who can help us because <clears throat> Kyrie can't. And if that guy doesn't pan out, now we're looking at you. And you're also saying you don't believe you can win a title this year. Well, most well, definitely, most definitely. You know what I'm saying? Because if you get rid of that guy, you most know what definitely. I mean. So, 
so I'm looking at the NBA trade deadline because I was thinking like, okay, what you know, let's see if you would potentially trade Kyrie, who would you get, right? Well, your boy uh, Miritich from the Pelicans is apparently uh, about to be traded. <laughs> so to me, that means that your Pelicans are about to make this deal. Oh, they're gonna blow it up, bro. You get what I'm saying? Because if you're getting rid of a guy who's averaging 17 and seven, they're gonna blow that shit up. They yeah, got you. you because those are Porzingis numbers, yeah, man. Once so, you, yeah, we finna get to that in a second too. But yeah, right, once you trade, man. once you trade Anthony Davis, you gotta blow it up now. Right, but I'm saying if they trade Miritich, then you know one thousand percent they get rid of Anthony. You get what I'm oh, saying? Too, Obviously, right. once you get rid of Anthony, he's gone. But if you trade those type of guys, then you're like, okay, let's start over. Yeah. And if you're the Pelicans, you're the Pelicans. Start over. Who gives a damn? Yeah, right. the Pelicans. Come on, man. Come on. Listen, they had a little window. Small Boogie window. got hurt. Yep. They had a very small window, but Boogie got – man, I wanted to see them in the playoffs so yep. bad, man. Drew Holiday was playing at a, a very high level. He yep. was, I'm talking about – he was playing top flight. He was, you know, top five point guard type, you know, basketball. Uh, he, was, he was balling, bro. Drew Holiday was, was locking people up defensively and scoring 20 and eight assists. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but I digress. Uh, listen, we didn't get to see the Boogie AD experiment. Nope. Um, Boogie came out and said something very telling a few weeks ago when they asked him about the AD thing. Okay. He said it made him sick to his stomach, and they was pissed. That He said AD was also pissed because, if you remember, when they didn't re-up Boogie, right, because of the injury or whatever, whatever, right, right. people would try to make it seem like, oh, Anthony Davis really didn't like the way he moved around on offense with Boogie on the floor, although Anthony Davis was still averaging, uh, what, 28 and 12, I think? Yeah. So yeah, I don't know what else. <laughs> you know How what much saying? more did this motherfucker want to score? I don't yeah. know what <laughs> I was like, what do you mean he's not moving around? You averaging 28-12, and Boogie was averaging like 26 uh, and like 14. But that, that duo was crazy. But anyways, so unfortunately, we didn't get to see that happen, right? Boogie said that basically Anthony Davis was pissed that they didn't re-sign him. So all signs point to this has been in the works for a minute now, right? The Pelicans know about this. Oh, yeah. They've known about ADs, uh, you know, not being happy, if you will, for a while. This is a long time coming. By the way, Roy Mack, that Lonzo, Kuzma, Ingram deal, by far the best deal on the table. It's not even close. No one has a deal that can match that right now, meaning no one is willing to give up more assets than what I've seen the Lakers be willing to give up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, I'm with you. Bro, if you're Boston, you're not getting rid of Tatum, Roy Mack. You know that. There's no future there without Tatum. Right. You can't give them Gordon Hayward. Nobody's falling for that. Like you just alluded to, boy, that's, that's really the big problem with Boston is that Gordon's hurt. He's not recovering well. Maybe he'll recover in a year or two, but, you know, he ain't got a year or two, right? Because right. you got big free agents on the market right now. These free agents that are coming on the market are going to be some of the biggest free agents for the next 10 years. But I digress. So um, I'm looking at what's going on, though, with the Pelicans, right, and the the uh the Celtics. So I'm like, okay, the Celtics, you're not in this bid more. Who else we got, Roy Mack? The uh the Wizards? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, for and Anthony Davis already said he's not going anywhere but LA. Yeah. So he's pigeonholed. So and that's why I think all of this kind of ties in together, right? Anthony Davis, in my opinion, is going to, he's going to LA. It's a done deal. It's just a matter, it's just about logistically. Um I just saw something um uh, apparently, it's only one NBA insider right now that matters, and that's Woj. Woj, uh, yeah, man. So Woj, hey, maybe I need to maybe I need to put my bid in to become an NBA insider. They yeah, because apparently, apparently, unless you're Woj, you really don't have to know shit else. Right, real talk. Because none of the rest of them know anything. But apparently, so so here's what he said. He said that um, 
apparently, like he's saying that, like in the Lakers' first offer, the Pelicans for uh, for Anthony Davis, LA, uh, he's saying that like the offers are quote unquote underwhelming to the Pelicans, Boy. and he also alluded to the fact that that's why the Spurs and or the um, the Pacers didn't go for the deals for Paul George and and Kawhi respectively because the 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 deals from LA were not. Um, uh, quote unquote wowy enough. Now he also alludes to the fact that LA has yet to be willing to give up multiple first round picks. Which again, right. if you're getting Anthony Davis, maybe that's just like they're just holding off, playing a little quote unquote hardball, and they're gonna put. That I in. think so because it's I it's, it's so. no reason for you not to put two first round picks in that deal if if that if that's what's quote unquote holding it up. But he said, but, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna. No, say, I guess I was gonna say, but like, so you and I, right? We're bidding on the same car. Yeah. And you saying I know it's just, you know, flat dollars and cents with this car thing, but if you saying like, yo, I I'll pay 10, 10 grand, why would I pay 12? Right? Which, so what I'm saying is if LA already has the bro, no one has better assets than Ingram, Kuzma, and Lonzo. Let's be real. Look around the trade, who who's offering the Pelicans a better package of players? Well, so here you feel me? here's what Wojciechowski said was the first out offer, and this is from Woj. Uh, and the Lakers first offered to the Pelicans for Anthony Davis. L.A. offered Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, Rajon Rondo, Michael Beasley, and a first-round pick. He said that was, uh, according to Wolves, that was their official first offer. So hold on, uh, let me hear the players one more time. Lonzo Ball, Kyle uh-huh. Kuzma, Rajon Rondo, Michael Beasley, and a first-round pick. Okay. That was okay. the first offer. Now listen, you got to start somewhere, right? If you're Absolutely. LA, like, I mean, we're, we're not starting with, you know, I'm giving you up air. I'm not, yeah, I'm not starting with Ingram because if <laughs> I start, well, if I start with Ingram, because I understand how the NBA looks at Ingram and his potential. Right. If I start with Ingram, then I can't, I can't throw too much more stuff because, again, what's the play of Roy Mack from the other teams that are better than Ingram or as good as Ingram that they're offering to the Pelicans? Right. You get me? Exactly. No one's doing it because they don't want to rent Anthony Davis for a year. Right. So, listen, real talk, the Lakers have the upper hand in regards to if the Pelicans are going to absolutely unload them. They have the upper hand. They got the better assets. Yeah, and if the stance is, and I believe this is the stance from Clutch Sports, from AD, and from Rich Paul, that anywhere else they go, that they're going to go and they're going to play hard, right. but we're not going to resign. If that's AKA the stance, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, 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 if that's the stance, then to, to, to your point, I'm 100% in agreement. Hey, bro, we ain't giving up no goddamn assets. We'll give you like You get what I'm saying? Now, here's the thing that like I saw Woe said as well, that the one thing the Lakers have not done yet, and I think they'll probably <clears> put this in again. Outside of not giving up a, a, a two first-round picks, they also have not been, quote-unquote, willing to take on uh, some quote-unquote cap relief, meaning they that they are right. they, they haven't been willing to take an, another player with a big nope. contract from. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. <laughs> well, Roy, let's talk real talk right quick, right? I was the biggest advocate for Boogie when he was hurt. You remember that? Right. I was like, yo, man, yeah. just go get him. Five million, right? Go get him. Yeah. Understand, this is Anthony Davis, a healthy Anthony Davis right now. I'm not – this season for me is over, by the way. I told you that when I saw Boogie go to the Warriors. It was over before that anyways, but now it's over, over, right? Over. So no one's – yeah, no one's beating the Warriors anyway, especially not the Lakers. So if you're L.A., why would you get rid of stuff knowing that, hey, you're not going to win this year. LeBron is – you know, he's limping around right now, right? He's still healing. Yeah. Um. For all intents and purposes, this is a wasted year in, in a sense. It is. It, it just is what it is. People need to kind of come to the reality of that. The Lakers are not going to win no goddamn title playing up against five all-stars uh, <laughs> with the goddamn Warriors. I don't know how else you could put this. It's, it's just delusion going around 
that you could potentially beat the Warriors. No, you cannot. But I digress. <laughs> so Roy Mack, so why would why would I, Roy Mack, as the Lakers, start really giving up like some real ish and going all crazy as if we got Kawhi Leonard and LeBron and now we're gonna bring in AD? You get what I'm saying? Because right. you have no pieces. So again, I'm looking at Roy Mack. Well, you bid on that car. You put. You bid on that card, Roy. You said you're gonna put ten stacks down. Well, I'm gonna put ten thousand uh, in one. I want ten. Right. I give you an extra buck, but I'm not gonna give you eleven racks right. when the other dude only gonna give you ten. Right. It doesn't make sense for the for the Lakers to unload multiple draft picks, multiple players, because okay, and then Roy, take and then take a, and then take a bad and then salary, take a big contract. <laughs> Hell no, because look, for a I'm guy gonna who's gonna for a guy who's coming bro. to us no matter what. Bro, you feel me? I want. By the way, this season's a waste, so I'm not gonna bring him to a team that we're gonna get bounced out the playoffs anyways, right? Yeah. Give up a bunch of assets, take on bad contracts because real talk, the Lakers are loading up for next year. That's the year. Next year is the season for yeah. LA, right? It would have been expedited had Paul got there this year, but he didn't, right? And he's so playing the, unbelievable too. And he, oh man, I know. Yeah, Magic dropped the ball. I don't know what happened. You dropped the ball, but anyway, that's because he really is, ain't from LA, man. But go ahead. Hey, right. But Gibson uh, <laughs> said, guy. But no, man. But I'm saying, if you're LA, you got to be looking at who's bidding against you, Roy. Right. Right. And you're bidding the against second. yourself at this point. Thank you. So if you're the Lakers, you know what you like. You know what, AD? Because they're gonna shut him down anyway. They don't want him getting injured. Hey, I'm cool. Because if I really want to play hardball. This season's over anyway for both of us. You feel me? Yep. So if you're L.A., this is a way to me, if you start unloading all these unnecessary assets, like for me, getting rid of Alonzo and those guys, that's like a good bailout for you, right? Because yep. I don't think he's the guy that's going to be a starter on a championship team. But when you start talking about taking on bad contracts and yeah. you know what I'm, and just going crazy, I'm like, ah, I don't know if the I'm going to The Pelicans are talking as stuff. if they're in some position of power. Let yeah, me say this. Not. It's a, it's a misconception out there, and maybe I even uh, verbalized this a couple times, but I, I've since yeah. kind of thought about it. It's a misconception that's kind of floating out there that, well, if they just keep him being the Pelicans until he's yeah. a, you know, a free agent because they don't have to quote him. People keep saying, well, they don't have to trade him yet. They, they can rate to trade him right before he's a free agent. Well, here's the problem with that. You think you're getting lowball offers now? Ooh, Wait until shit. we know that he's yeah. a free agent in six months. You think we're going to give you a, a superstar and he's going to be free? We could just sign him for, for nothing in 2020? Hey, let me give you a great example of what you're talking about right now. Two great examples. It would have been had a team wanted to trade for Le'Veon Bell, right? Yes. Hey, bro, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a fourth-round draft pick. He does not want to be there. He's disgruntled. He can't even remain in your locker room at this point. Right. Why would I give you high assets? Nope. High as I'm going as a fourth-round draft pick, because i got to take on a huge contract, by the way. That's what the Lakers are going to do. They're going to have to re-up Anthony, give him a max deal. Yep. You want me to take on another bad contract? No. Another example, Antonio Brown. He's all but out of Pittsburgh. Yep. Why the hell am I going to give you a first-round draft pick for a guy who, if you keep him, is going to be a terror in your locker room and may sense. not even show up. Yeah, so if they, listen. If they try to keep Anthony Davis until the last year of his contract, it's the worst mistake ever. Because Listen, now, well, here's the deal. Yeah. Once you do that, Roy Mack, I'm not giving you nothing. That's what I'm saying, because teams are going to give you nothing now. Now, no. now you get nothing now. Well, because now we just wait till he's a free NBA, agent. Thank you. And the thing is, no team's going to go after him because he already said he wants to be in L.A. So that game's over. Yeah. Well, I guess New York can try. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But, I, but I'm we're just not going to give you wrong. nothing, though. We, we, you know, no. What are we going to give you? What are we going to give you now? That's knowing, what I'm saying. Knowing that in six months we can get him for nothing and, and keep our assets. Fuck out of here. Right. 
That's so what I'm saying. So, there is yeah, no bro. position to be talking about, yeah, you got to take a bad contract. Listen, bro. No. No. At this point yeah. now, seeing the offer that the Lakers gave, again, this is based on Woj. Yeah. I'm not even sure if I throw in all three Thank of you. those young guys. That's what I was just about to tell you. Real talk. <laughs> hey, real talk, because, again, you got to look at, first of all, AD's not wherever you're going to send him. He ain't staying there uh, for, for, the, for the long haul unless it's L.A. So I got you on that one. Two. Who's who's competing against us in this trade? I want to see the assets of the team, right? That that's trading for AD. Yeah, what because, are they okay, trading? Let's talk about Boston because people love to talk about Boston. What can what yep. is Boston going to give up? Because Bo- well, a lot of people in Boston Rozier and Jalen Brown. I well, mean. yeah, because people in Boston are saying Tatum is off the table. Well, who the fuck else we want? Right. Who else that's do we want? That's my point. <laughs> Who yeah. else so Gordon Haywood's a no-go. Yeah, we can't live with Gordon Haywood. So, you're gonna so y'all going to offer me – well, hold on. I think – doesn't Boston have some high picks? Yeah, but, though, but I, I keep telling people the thing about picks is they got to turn into something. So, no, yeah, you, I, you're I, right. I'm just saying, but – You, 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 you correct, though. They do have yeah, high yeah. picks. That, hey, well, I need those. Well, you feel that, me? that's the only thing of value because you they're going to give you, you probably Rozier, Jalen Brown, and probably two high picks. Bro, yeah, I'm not doing that Rozier shit, right? But that, um, well, who else you gonna get then? That's what I'm saying. Like, who else you gonna get? Well, and that's one my of the, point, uh, right? I because guess yeah, I, not... I guess they'll probably throw like Morris in there. They may give you um, what's my man name from Dallas? Uh, the guard, Smart, Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart in there. I mean, I don't know. He, 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 here's the problem with those guys, right? Morris and Smart. Those are players that you want to add to pieces for a good team. I agree. Team. I agree. If you start over and you you uh, shipping out Nico Miritich. Then those guys don't make sense. Here's what I would ask the Pelicans, because I I don't even know like what year those picks are for the for the for the Celtics. So we don't even know like I, I obviously they would have one coming up in this draft, and then I don't know what picks and who the fuck is coming out in a year or two or three years. You know, so the for the for the, for the 29, uh, 219, 2019 yeah. draft. They have Sacramento Kings number one, which is not going to be a high pick this year. It's going to be a I decent know. pick. Right, it's right. not going to be as good mid- as they thought. It'll be middle of the road. Though. Right. They got Memphis Sacramento is good. Okay, that might be a good pick. If, but it says if 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 the pick falls outside of the top eight, they get that pick. Okay, so there you go again. So now you're fucked on that. So you get, these are not good right. assets. Right. So Los Angeles Clippers, if the pick falls out of the top 14, and now they got their own pick. So I'm starting to look at these picks like, and see, okay, so think this about that, right? So all of those kiddos. picks look like middle of the road. What yeah, I would ask, what I would ask them is, who do you think coming out in this draft that you're going to get that's better than Thank Kyle you. Kuzma in, 15, in the middle of the road? Right, in 15, 16, 17. Who do you think you're going to get, bro? <laughs> you I, know what I mean? Oh, Brandon Ingram. Right. Who do you think is going to be better than Brandon Ingram at 15? Right. So I'm about to play some real poker with you if I – Hey, I, I'm, I'm, I'm on my Jim Fossil-ish. You, you, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to get on my Jim Fossil-ish. You want in? Get in. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw out Ingram out there, Lonzo Ball. I'm not giving you Kuzma. Because I believe that Ingram doesn't play a good brand of basketball with LeBron and, and, and everybody else. That's what I'm I thinking. Because I know Kuz was in his first deal. I Thank think you. in order for them to get two picks from me if I'm L.A., that means Kuz comes off the table, Ingram yeah, no goes Kuz. in. Yep. I won't, So here's what I'll give you. I give you Kuz, two picks. I mean, not Kuz, excuse me. I give you Ingram. Yeah. I give you Ingram, Lonzo, and two picks. That's what I can do for you. And I then can't I'll, give and you then nothing I'll, else. I'll throw you one of those veteran players, a Beasley, a Lance right, right, Stevenson, I, yeah, one Lance of whoever Stevenson. the fuck you want. 
Well, I'm going to get Beasley out of it. I just don't like him. So I'm going to give you Beasley. Yeah, I just don't like him. I'm going to give you Beasley, Lonzo Ball, Ingram, two picks. That's all I can do. I can't do – bro, that's, 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 that's pretty great. No one else can offer you anything close. You dig? I'm going to give you them two picks. We ain't even worried about no draft picks over the right. next five years with, you know, LeBron and, and AD. But understand, no one's like you said, no one's going to be better than right? – Anthony Davis and LeBron, I actually would mm -hmm. like Lonzo in the lineup because he would be somebody who could get those guys the ball. Although you're going to sacrifice some shooting, I think at I think at his size, he's shown that he can play D when he wants to. He can rebound the ball. Obviously, he chases triple doubles, but he can pass the ball. I think he would. I would. He would actually be good. So they, I would definitely look to shoot Ingram his ass averaging out. seventeen and five right now. Hey, bro, listen again, <laughs> again. <laughs> Again, I would love for everybody, man. Yeah. I would love for people to tell me what they thought because apparently everybody's disappointed in Ingram. He's averaging seventeen right. and five, bro. I mean, yeah, you know, okay. Let, let me say this though about your Lonzo Ball analogy: you're yeah. not wrong in regards to his physical makeup, right? Six six point guard, long, yeah. uh, has some athleticism. I wouldn't say he's overly athletic, but nah, he's athletic I agree, though. not overly athletic. Uh, here's my problem, though: we're playing championship basketball in LA. Now you, Roy Mack. Do you want Lonzo on your team or Rondo? Well, if I can keep both of them, I would like that. Only well, I, with I'm AD saying, and LeBron. To start. I'm saying to start. Oh, no. In the playoff with AD series. AD and LeBron, Rondo's my point guard, my, my starting point guard. That's my point. Yeah, and so my starting point I, guard. That's what I'm saying. So I'm throwing the Lonzo in because I think we got to get off this Lonzo ball thing, right? We need yeah. to get him up out of there. And it looks good. It's like, hey, man, we gave y'all some young potential, right? Both teams play hard. Have a nice day. But understand, when we're playing championship basketball, I can't have a passive-aggressive guy on the court. I need a Rondo. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. would love to see Lonzo come off the bench because you need players. Come off yeah. the goddamn bench. Agreed. Agreed. Because people act like you don't need no damn bench players in the NBA. Like, you need a couple guys, not too many. Right. right? I don't need 10, but I need to be able to rotate about eight people. You dig? Um, so, yeah, listen, it's crazy because I remember last week having a totally different feeling, but kind of – Talking through this and breaking it down, LA once again. Shout out to LeBron and his team. Uh, they they're in the driver's seat. Right. Shout out to Rich Paul. Shout out to Rich Paul. They're in the driver's seat because no one else can give them assets like this. No, bro. Not. And we're talking. About, we're talking about proven commodities at this point. At right. this point, yeah, we're not talking about what could be. We're yeah. talking about, uh, bro. I just told you the guy averaging seventeen and five. Now, who else can they trade for at six foot nine and what twenty three? Yeah, giving you seventeen and five. Because I don't know. Uh, potentially, you could get him. He's a cornerstone now of your team for the next absolutely. Years. And what he can do, Roy Mack, for the rest of the year is just get himself acclimated to the city. Right, average twenty yeah. to twenty three a game. Right, get his scoring up, shoot a lot more now. Right. And this is this would be the first that. time that we would get to see him in that type of just like he's the best. Because think about just it, your team, right? Yeah, because when, when he was first think? there, he was there with D'Angelo Russell, who D'Angelo Russell was still kind of on some combo guard shit. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And so now he would go there. Um, although maybe Drew Holiday's there, Drew Holiday isn't really ultra aggressive, always trying to score. I think they would really. I think he he, he could blossom. And listen, he's averaging 17 now with this squad. You can easily see him as a 20 plus point a game scorer. And, and, but listen, the bottom line is the Pelicans have to get out of their head that they're going to get anything back that's similar to Anthony Davis. Give up on that shit. Right. Stop. This is the best Stop. package available. And I don't know. I disagree with Woj because Woj is making it seem like this is an underwhelming deal. Um, yeah, that, that that sounds like RWS rhetoric to me. That Because, look, compared to what, Roy? 
And apparently, That's an underwhelming deal. But let me say, real go talk, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Compared go ahead. to what? Yeah, right. Who, who has someone else? Did? Let me see the gauntlet of players right. that someone else. It's not like they're saying, "Hey, man, we're offering you this and this and this," but the other team's actually offering it. Oh, no. yeah. what do you mean? It's the only deal, Negro. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, who else is That's willing to put something out there on the table? Deal. Hold on, Roy. Let's talk real talk. Let's just talk real talk because we got to talk real talk to our audience, right? Stop telling me how underwhelming this deal is until you show me the other assets that right. other teams have up. What team is on the market for these guys? Who? Let's because go, he, he said, he said let's specifically he wants to go to a team that can compete for a championship. So that's where we right. got to start from. Right. So, Roy, let's go down some teams right now. Let's do it. The Spurs, are they, gonna, they got some assets they want to offer? Hell no. Who would they have? Listen, DeMar, you get DeMar DeRozan proved that he couldn't get it done in the East. Bro, in the East, sir, and obviously the Spurs. Like, so I'm just saying, the Celtics. We just talked about the yeah, Celtics. We know the I'm, Celtics. On, nope. I'm on my Soldier Boy shit. The Celtics. <laughs> the Celtics for who? Jason, Jason Tatum's off the table, right? Yeah. Jalen Brown. Yeah. Once you say Jason Tatum's off the table, it's a wrap. Hey, I'm on my Soldier Boy done with the shit. conversation. Jalen Brown. He's averaging 10 points a game. Bro, listen, if you really break down the teams, right, that'll really like, that can really compete with LA's assets, I don't see any. Because again, he's not going to re up. It's not like Anthony Davis is saying, yeah, wherever I go, I'm about to re up Max. No. Yeah. Not only is he not going to re up, but y'all don't even have the young assets that the Lakers have. Real talk. Because you would have to be willing to give up the Jason Tatums of the world, yeah. sir. And and think about this: in giving up Jason Tatum, that fucks up your team. Now now you're left with you. now you're left with basically Kyrie and Anthony Davis because well, Gordon hold Hayward on. The thing is, you can't see that's the thing though, Roy, because they are designated players. Kyrie, right, so it would be can't... after the you know, right? So, yeah. so right now during this trade deadline, they can't even do it. So I'm talking about after this. Yeah, the, the shit's all crazy. right. Right, they're fucked. Right, they're fucked. You get what I'm saying? I'm with you. So, like, bro, what are we, like, what are we talking about? So, again, I hate these reports because it's really misinforming the, pu the public, right? Yeah, I was surprised that Woj put it like that, to be 100% honest with you. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I didn't agree with his assessment at all, bro. Like, like what else, like like you said, who else putting, is putting something else out there, number one? That's better. Yeah, That's better. Ooh. I have no clue, bro. No one's giving, hey, hey, ain't nobody got the information. You dig me? Like who? Let's go so to this Roy, trade. Go, go, go ahead. Cause oh, I, I, I want to get to that Porzingis trade here, but go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I gotta. I just want to bring this point home though, because I ahead. am getting irritated. I'm getting irritated with this false narrative that the Lakers are somehow quote unquote lowballing, right? So let's talk playoffs, right? Top eight seeds, the Bucks, Roy Mack. They have no assets that can compete with the Lakers. The Raptors have no assets that they, that could compete with the Lakers. Unless they're willing to get, you know, Siakam and all these boys up out of there, right? Now, why would they do that for a year to get Anthony Davis? You feel me? Because you have right. no pieces around you. So the 76ers, they they just trying to build their team. They ain't got no assets to give away for AD, and they have no need for AD based yeah. on them having Joel Embiid. Right. The Pacers, uh, the Celtics, uh, no, we just talked about the Celtics. Who, the Nets? Yeah. Or the Hornets? Or the Heat? So let's stop with the East, right? Let's go straight to the West. So the Nuggets, what did, they would have to basically mortgage all of their good young players right now, and he, would, and he they, would basically be Nuggets? back in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> he basically be back in New Orleans. 
what the Nuggets would have to do is unload all these incredible pieces that got them to the number one seed. Yeah. No one's doing that, bro. Nope. So they're out. The Warriors are out. The Thunder. Come on, man. The Blazers. What are they going to do? Who, who are the Blazers going to trade? Oh, hold on. Hold on. Stay, stay there with the Thunder. Stay there with the Thunder. Okay. Let's stay with the Thunder. Let me see who they got. Because uh, essentially it, it would cost you um, Adams, right? Who would yep. be gone. Which you had to get Adam, you'd have to get your boy. Uh, no problem with score. Adams. Yeah, okay. So Adams is gone. Who's your boy off the bench uh, scoring 20? Oh, yeah, the, the, little, little uh, the, the point guard. From he Atlanta. Would be gone. Damn it. He would yep, be gone. He's uh, out of Schroeder. there. Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder, he's yep, gone. Schroeder, yeah, yep, Schroeder, he'd be um, out of there. You'd, okay, have, you'd, Adams, have to find, you'd have to find something else that they would like. Right. I mean, listen. Actually, that, not, I hadn't thought about them, but now you brought them up. When you, when you said, like, okay, because you got to give up. And I'm cool with if, I, if I'm giving uh, hold up. Hold on. Hey, hold on. Go ahead. Hold on. I got to stop you because I see where you're going with this. But it's a little guy by the name of Russell Westbrook that ain't passing a goddamn basketball to Anthony Davis. So let's hey let's hey let's not even waste our time. You did because I saw where you were going and you uh, almost had it. I'm just you saying, if you're it, willing to back. part ways no, with no, no. with Schroeder and with with with, with, Adams? with Adams and maybe throw yeah, something else it, in there, I think yeah. if you if you're the Pelicans, what uh, Mac, you listen. have to take a conversation. Roy Mack, listen, understand. And maybe would he stay? Would he stay? Listen, if you're the Pel well, first of all, I wish Russell Westbrook ain't about to sit around and watch Anthony Davis work. He already he probably biting his tongue right now, right? Watching, <laughs> watching Paul. So yeah, I, I, listen, hey, that's Russell Westbrook. Paul George is an MVP talk, so we don't know how Westbrook's reaction. So I don't. I can't imagine Russell being the third best, you know, talked about player on this team. I can't do it, so I ain't gonna. I'll get Russell out of there. Well, let me ask you this though: just thinking about those three, would you like mm -hmm. a lineup? Could I interest you in an? Davis, Russell Westbrook, Paul. If you get Anthony Davis, and I know what Westbrook do with Steph Curry, he just dominates Curry. Yeah, he, he don't like him. He just Steph don't Curry. like him. <laughs> and Paul George is going to offset Kevin Durant, although yes. people don't like when I say that. He's going to offset him. And they have so no answer for Anthony series. Davis now. Nah, that'd be a hell of a series. But but listen, Roy Mack, here's the deal, though. Steven Adams ain't 20 years old. If you're the Pelicans, again, oh, how old see, that's oh, the oh, thing. Oh, how old is Steven Adams, though? Let's get the information. Let's just, let's just not throw that out there. Let's get the age on Steven Adams, dog. Hey, hey, what? Steven Adams, blah, 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 NBA player. First of all, Steven Adams big as hell, buddy. He's seven foot. Just a big dude. They got him at 25. They said he's 25. Okay. So, Anthony Davis is 26? Yeah, so he can give you seven more years of what he's doing. But that's my problem, right? Because if you get a Stephen Adams guy, that's a win now type of player. I got player. you. So you're saying just, just go get We reload, just, man. You, we I'm can't, I'm I can't get rid yeah, of a 26-year-old AD and a 25-year-old I'm just playing devil's advocate because I'm, I'm right, just looking right. at assets. I'm just doing the exercise, looking at assets, looking at what they could do. I'm with you. Right. So the so the Blazers, right? Well, you see CJ McCullum so is hold on. CJ McCullum is a bit disgruntled, so you could throw yep. him in there. He's an all star. Is he an all? Do you make the all star team this year? Nah, 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 nah. nah. Okay, nah, so nah, but he's nah, an all star nah, caliber. Nah. He's made an all star uh -huh. team, so you can you can throw uh -huh. CJ McCullum. Um, okay. They're fourth seed, so you can't throw no draft picks in. I'd have to throw, but I'd, I'd have to see what else to ask. See, I, but I, they wouldn't have you, again. Going to be more again, killing. going with your youth movement, they just yeah. wouldn't have the youth pieces. And let me say this, Roy: Does CJ McCollum look more appealing to a franchise than a combination of an Ingram, Alonzo, and a Kuzma? Right? No. The answer is no. Right? Yeah, I'm with you. CJ McCollum looks real good. However, if you're looking to unload him to like 
uh, a Thunder who we brought up a minute ago. Absolutely. And if you get something back and throw him in there. Because now if you're the Thunder, you can get like a CJ McCullum to go with that shit. Like, okay, shit, we can, we, we might be able to do something. But yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. And, and so look, I just want to reiterate with the audience before we move forward. The reason that we're having this conversation is because we keep seeing reports coming out saying the Lakers are quote unquote lowballing the Pelicans. And our argument is, what else is other teams offering that's better than the Lakers? So what that's else why we're going have down to these offer. teams. Thank you. So that's why we're going down these teams and saying, okay, legitimately, what could they offer? And like you this just year. said, the Thunder. This, this, year. Year, this year. This year. The yeah. Thunder, bro, the Thunder of third seed. So you have no picks to offer me. Right. You're going to give me a 25-year-old Steven Adams and a Dennis Schroeder? No, thank you, sir. Because we're starting over. Because basically, what that what, what 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 that's going to get you to is like eighth or ninth seed in the West. And right. Now you're starting no. Right. You, you'll probably be eleven, but yeah. no, I don't want that. Right. So the Rockets have absolutely nothing to offer me. We talked about the Jazz, the Clippers. We, we don't want anything the Clippers have. All the Kings have is guys they just drafted, like you know, first and, and seventh overall. Yeah, they're happy with yeah, their young well, squad. Well, bro, right they're now. not going to get rid of those guys. No. Right. Let's be real. And, and, oh, by the way, Anthony Davis, the, the big part of this is not re-upping with the goddamn Kings. So why would you give away a Bagley or a De'Aaron Fox for a guy who ain't going to be there, right? So that's what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. Don't let big media fool you with these headlines. And all due respect to Woj, that article makes zero sense. Stop it. I agree with you. Stop. Stop. So listen, the Lakers, the Lakers are in the driver's seat. Um, they have... The Lakers have Lonzo Ball and, and Ingram, right? And I'm, I'm leaving Kuz out of this. They don't have to include Kuzma in this package. I'm sorry. They just don't have to. Like, at that point, to me, if you give them two picks, Ingram and Lonzo, let's call it a day. You did? You know what's funny? I don't need uh, to offer you, you, you Kyle remember, Kuzma. Uh, you remember training day, right? When uh, yeah. the dude finally realizes that, like, um, uh, Denzel's been planning this whole shit the whole time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's how I'm kind of looking at Rich Paul and, and LeBron now. It's like, damn, did, did they actually put this plan together like way back in fucking when they were in Cleveland? Oh, like, yo, man. here's what we can do, bro. Let's look at right. for, let's look for a team who got good young assets. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Okay, we can go to LA. You know what I'm saying? Okay, they got that's this, crazy. This, 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 this. And, and listen, what what's the best line that that well one of the best lines from that movie that um that Denzel said when he was like, you've been planning this all day. Denzel said, all day. I've been planning this shit all week. This shit is chess. Yeah. It ain't checkers. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? All week. I ain't playing fuck all day. I've been planning this bullshit all week, nigga. You think your I little guess? PCP in your system? <laughs> yeah. Take it to the body, yo. You dig? You dig? I've been having this. this. This is a plan that, listen, the way that they orchestrated this and the way this came out, the timing, this has been the plan the entire effing time. They floated it out there very early in the season that Anthony Davis to the Lakers just to see what, what everybody might say and or do. Right now, the Pelicans are on the clock. The Pelicans have no bargaining no. chips. He's leaving. None. Um, I also read that Woj said that um, teams are now calling about Drew Holiday because they're like, oh, well, shit, you know. Right. If you get rid of AD <laughs> and, and uh, Nico, teams you are like, oh, get rid of Drew Holiday. I, hey, I'm a big Drew Holiday fan, bro. He he sold, he 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 sold, he won me over, bro. He won me over. And that so dude can ball. It's a situation where really ball. Yeah, they're just in no that's position about. That's a big piece, by the way, and, boy, Mac, that Drew Holiday yeah, moved. And let me say big, this I don't to, know he may go. That's a big piece. Let me say this to the Michael Rappaport of the world, his little punk. Yeah, man. And I'm yo, saying, yo, and, yo, and, and, I'm yo, going, and I'm saying yo. that with, with no respect, right? Because of some of the stuff I've heard him say over the over the years. I don't right. know, personally, I ain't got no heat. I'm just saying it like it just is what it is, right? 
Right. This whole thing where he's saying that, like, he don't like, he, I think he went on uh, Undisputed talking about, like, the fan in him weeps when he sees guys wanting to leave. Well, hell no. First of all, that's whack. Anyway, that's fucking stupid. Let me say this. Anthony Davis, how long has he been in with the Pelicans? Seven, eight years? Seven years. He's given seven years to this team. What you want him to do, fam? That's a pretty good marriage, bro. You dig? Gave you a playoff upset last year. Upset at number three seed. Yep. He's played his ass off for the franchise. He he hasn't like cheated the franchise. You dig what I'm saying? Um nope. he's had some he has battled some a, a few injuries here and there, but he's come back and played hard. His yep. numbers are crazy. You he never causes any commotion. No issues, anything. not a locker room guy. He's a quote unquote good guy. And now he's just saying, listen, bro, bro, uh, you know, I I'm I'm ready to move on. Kevin yeah, Garnett famously said destiny. that he should have asked to leave Minnesota years before. Kevin Garnett probably wasted an, an extra three, four years Easy. in Minnesota. And in, probably in cost himself. Purgatory. He probably cost himself at least one more championship, if not two more. Definitely. Um, just because Definitely. he was on his last legs when he finally got to Boston. Listen, I'm not what, saying what? I'm going to piggyback on the point that you always make. Not everybody's gonna win a championship, so well, I'm you not can't, saying that only Anthony, one team can win a chip. So I'm not saying this move makes Anthony Davis a champion. What I am saying is that Anthony Davis has done has done as much as he can for that franchise. This team, his contract goes to 2020. I would love for somebody yeah. to tell me what they see the the Pelicans doing until then, competing on any level for anything. Right. All they're gonna do is compete for eighth, ninth seed until his contract comes up, and then he leaves. So people are telling me they would be more okay with him competing for eighth and ninth seed until his yep. contract comes up, and then yep. he leaves. That doesn't make well, any no. logical sense for me. No, Roy Mack. No, no. What they're saying is that when his contract's up, he needs to then re up. Re up for some more, right? Because Stay there for when 20 LeBron years. James was a free agent. People keep forgetting he was a free agent before he the went decision. to Miami. The decision was Bro, a free agent. The decision. basketball world went crazy. The bas and then when they realized they were stupid as hell for getting mad at a guy for being a free agent, you know what they start saying? Well, hey, we just didn't like how he did it. <laughs> right. We just didn't like how he did it. So you burned his jersey because of how he did it? Stop. Corny. Stop it, bro. Corny. You know what I'm saying? A breakup is a breakup, fam. Dude was a free agent and people went crazy. Went crazy. So, bro, they don't give a damn if you're a free agent. But you know what they like? They like when guys like Isaiah Thomas, uh, you know, play in the playoffs, play his heart out, gets his tooth knocked out. Sister Family passed gets away. Killed. Yeah. yeah. And he plays through all that to get injured, to get traded. And to get denied a max contract, essentially, because he was on his way to get a max deal leading the NBA and scoring, right? Or, you know, close to it leading the NBA and scoring. Oh, yeah. So, so, yeah, that's what they like, right? They like a guy like DeAndre Jordan, who signed for the Mavs, who apparently wanted him so much, they were sad when he reneged. When they finally got the brother, they shipped his ass to New York. Can we can we can, right? we, can we jump to that real quick? Cause we run out of time. Yeah, yeah. Let's go there, cause you, cause you brought up DeAndre Jordan, right? Yeah, who man. was a part of a recent trade, <clears throat> this, this recent Porzingis trade. Oh yeah, uh, you want to chop it up about Porzingis? Yeah, yeah, I do want to bring up the Porzingis trade because I want to talk about it in relation to the Anthony Davis. Um, uh -huh. I also want to talk about the uh, the portion that you brought up just now about some of the other elements in this. A guy like a D, uh, uh, a Jordan, right? Uh, right. So. The Porzingis trade went down, kind of came, not kind of, came out of nowhere. 
Um, out of, oh, by the way, Roy Mack, which you didn't know, I read an article yesterday about that Porzingis trade. Yeah. Most teams in the NBA had no idea he was available. That, to me, that's collusion, but I digress. Didn't so, even know the brother was available. So nobody else even knew it, it was an option that, that he was on the table. No other teams knew that this dude was on the trade block, bro. So they had specifically already had a deal asked out with the Mavericks a while back, which is, if you remember, they kind of sat Dennis Smith Jr. at the beginning of the year. Yeah, they, you remember they, that? They were, well, here's what they did. They, 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 was tried, to, yeah, they, they, tried, to, they tried to paint him as a problem child. Yes, sir. Um, and you know, well, you got to do that. Jalen right? Rose always talks about that when they get ready to trade a guy or move a guy. To, well, one of the <clears> first <throat> moves to do is start trying to, you know, sully his name a little bit. I just yep. watched the documentary um, on Netflix, um, the 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 Vince Carter effect. Um, it's about his effect on just Toronto as right. a whole. Shout and out to VC. That was one of the things that, that they talked about was when they eventually traded him. They start trying to they they unfortunately started trying to float stuff that he was disgruntled. He wanted to leave and yada yada yada. Which is that that's the way that these front offices play. But nobody ever calls them bad guys. But um, I wanted to be too. But with this Porzingis trade, so let me bring up the pieces of the trade first, right? Now before I bring, while I'm bringing these pieces up, could you describe for the people some of the things that not me and you say about Porzingis, but the media says about Porzingis as a player? And I'm the media. The media said that uh, Porzingis has the athleticism of Kevin Durant. He's a unicorn at what seven three. He is a more athletic version of Dirk Nowitzki, who's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer um, and the greatest Maverick of all time. Um, they say that this guy Porzingis is a once in a lifetime type of talent and player. That's what they say. I didn't say this. The media told me this. That's that. That's what they said this guy is. Now let me tell you what that type of a guy got traded for. <laughs> now that now now hang on to what Cash just told y'all. This is Roy Mac and Cash, PCR People's Champ Radio, right now. He got traded to the Mavericks for Dennis Smith Jr., DeAndre Jordan, and Wesley Matthews. DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> DeAndre Jordan, you mean the guy who shoots less than 50% from the free throw line that'll never make an all-star game again? Actually, DeAndre Jordan? Actually, let me just – he is shooting very well from the free – he's changed his whole DeAndre free DeAndre Jordan? Shout out to DeAndre Jordan who, who – who, Den Dennis Smith Jr.? Yeah, now that's now, – You mean the combo guard? <laughs> hey, hey and understand, hold on. <laughs> hold on. It wasn't just, just Porzingis for those three guys. The Mavs are also going to get – Courtney Lee, veteran, probably at the end of at, yep. at, at the end of his time, but still can, right. can score. And they're also getting right. Tim Hardaway Jr. He's not a no, scrub at all. He yeah, can he ball. ain't old either. He's a young ball. No, he's a young dude who can ball. Now he's been trading, hey. bounced around a little bit. But so let me give you some Chris Stapp's numbers real quick though, Roy Mack. Just to let the people know, let's do first it. of all, he's in his third year, right? He's still a baby. The brother gave you twenty three points and seven boards a game his rookie year. Backed over with an 18 and 7 sophomore year. Then he got injured. Third year to getting injured. So, so this year's at 23. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so understand this young unicorn at 7'3, a guy with a three ball, a handle, athleticism. Block shots, got, runs the floor. They got, bro, block shots, runs the floor. Foreigner, which is a big deal, by the way. Let's not act like, you know what I mean? He ain't got the complexion for the protection. A big, deal, even, great... a, a big deal for that New York market, being that it's a big melting pot like that. That's an international market. Yeah. yeah. So bottom line is they gave this guy up for nothing. Oh, by the way, Roy Mack, 
Does the combination of Wesley Matthews, DeAndre Jordan, and Dennis Smith Jr., does that compare to Lonzo Ball, Kuzma, and Ingram? The answer is no. That was rhetorical. Now, no. the Knicks no. brass is saying the following. Here's what they're saying. What that this say? is really a move because, uh, you know, everybody talking about they actually free up about 70, 70-something million dollars. 75 mil. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that they're uh-huh. saying this, again, this is the same thing we're talking about with the Pelicans. You're freeing up that cap room or you're creating this space. It has to turn into something. Roy Mack, let me ask you this. Because this ain't the NFL, right? Right. You got to shoot ping pong. You got to play ping pong, fam, when it comes to this lottery. The the Knicks can get the first pick or the 13th pick. So you, quote, unquote, tanking, right, for these two max contracts. And, all. and by the way, no one's guaranteed to come to New York. No. When's the last time Unless, New York because they're, you know that they're accusing LeBron, Rich Paul, and the Lakers of collusion. So unless there's a little right. collusion going yeah. on to where they already need to talk to KD or Kyrie. In this case, I hope for their sake it is some collusion. That's the only way that I would do the deal. That's the only way the deal makes sense is that they already have a wink-wink handshake deal with Kyrie and or, you know, KD or Kawhi. Unless they got some kind of deal already. I know Boogie Cousins hasn't been on everybody's uh, lips lately, Pauls, but maybe they maybe they holler that Boogie. And, so let, and, let, hey, let me say this, Roy Mack. Let, let me say this. Let me say this. Let's wait until offseason, right? 2019. Let's wait until the offseason and then decide if this was a great move for the Knicks or not, right? Because like you said, if they can get Two max players. Let's say they get KD and Kyrie, right? Just for argument's sake, you win, right? Um, now I have that. Now, but, hold but, on. But, I'm about to say, hold on. Let me okay, ask you this. Okay, okay, okay. Why? Because if you believe you can do that, why get rid of Chris Stapps when you compare him with those two guys? Because they but told I, me, and because and and somebody told me that Zion Williamson is going to be a great asset uh, alongside Kyrie. And Kevin at six foot seven, five hundred pounds. So, <laughs> uh, bro, I don't know why you would get rid of a seven three unicorn, right, alongside KD and Kyrie if you think you're getting those guys anyway. If what you say think you, you're gonna, that? well, you use the word if they can get these. We we got to hold off, but to to see if they get these guys. Well, here's the problem. That's with my if. point. Yeah. Here's the problem yeah. with the if. I can yeah, sit here yeah. and tell you that if I was six six, I'd be in the NBA. <laughs> So here's the problem. Here's the problem. Two things are a problem with that. One, now you're saying you're going to trade a guy who you just gave that glowing remarks about. You're going to trade that guy to see if you guys can somehow negotiate and lure in these two guys. We don't know if it's happening. I hope hope there's collusion for for New York Knicks. So you're trading. Roy Mack. Roy Mack, understand this, sir. If you got rid of the unicorn, the future of your franchise at an age, I don't know, dude, like 23, 24? I don't think he's that old. I think he's like 22. Uh, right, maybe 22. Bro, if you got rid of that guy and you don't get a top two pick, right? Don't give me this three, four, five. No, 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 no. You need a top two pick. If you don't get a top three, four pick, it's all bets are off. Let me, if you can't get a top four pick or a big one or two big free agents, Bro, this whole thing, boy. Woof. I'm going to take it a step wow. further, Cash, and here's why I'm saying wow. this is a, disa- a disaster already. You ready? Disaster. Here's what needs to happen for me for this to be a good trade. They have to get two superstar players in the offseason, and whoever they pick in the draft has to pan out and have star potential his rookie year. That what That's what needs to happen for this to make any sense because here's the deal. Well, he got to make up for a guy who, well, who, who's the deal, giving Cash, his 20 if you only uh, get one, you know, 13. If, 
if you only get one guy, if you let's just say let's just let's just, throw a scenario. let's just throw a scenario. Let's just say they get Kevin Durant, but that's all they get is Kevin Durant. Well, shit, you could have got yeah. you could have kept Porzingis and just got Kevin Durant. Because that's what I'm saying. What's yeah, the justification to get Chris has not on no crazy contract? No, where, he's you know on a rookie deal. Rookie he's making deal. like he's making like six or seven million. He's on a rookie rookie six or seven year million yeah. deal. So you, you it doesn't make any, bro. I'm it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And oh, That's by the I'm way, saying. to piggyback on Anthony Davis thing, what's the reason for getting rid of Chris? Well, they said that they got rid of him because he's. They told you cash. They got rid of him because he didn't want to be there anymore. Hey, but this is the same media that said keep Anthony Davis. They don't give a damn if he gets upset. <laughs> you feel me? What are we doing here? Because the same media said we don't give a damn if he upset. But then they said, well, we had to get rid of Chris Dabbs. He was unhappy. Hey, he came Stop. here and said he didn't want to be here anymore. So, you know, so if a guy this doesn't want to be here, like what are you supposed to do? Roy Mack. Roy Mack, this feels like collusion, sir. It has to be, bro. Does because it have to be? Because never on the table for other, for other teams. Bro, it has to be collusion. Hold up, man. Let me see what Dennis Smith Jr. Because I know he's having a um, terrible year this year. But it has um, to be collusion, all right? I mean, what? what a, that's the only way this makes any – either that or the Knicks Roy, may be the worst on, franchise man. in sports. Either that – I mean, I, and I would hate to say that. It might hey, be true. Hey, two things can be true. It don't <laughs> have to be one or the other. <laughs> they may be the worst franchise in sports. You did? Two things can be true. Because, look, DeAndre Jordan's giving me, uh, I think, 11 and 13. But no one even cares about big men who can't shoot what, threes, right? What is he shooting from the free throw line, though? Because I know his free throw shooting uh, is, like, crazy, crazy improved. I didn't, I didn't get that stat off of him. I'm going to look uh, it up. I'm just looking I, at it. No lie, I think it's, like, 75 or 80%, something crazy. Hey, right? but Dennis, hey, Dennis Smith Jr. is giving you some real combo guard numbers, though, because Dennis gave you 15 and 5 last year, and he's giving you 13 and 4 this year. So, there you go. again, this, how tall is Dennis Smith Jr., bro? 6'3"? Ish, yeah. Ish, yeah, yeah. maybe six, so maybe like six two. Yeah, six so two. So a guy who, unless he really dedicates himself to passing the basketball a lot more, is not going to be a part of any type of winning basketball. Let's but again, you got to understand, they're not. Uh, according to the Knicks, they're not even bringing those guys in on on none of that. They bringing them in because they're going to drop that Wesley Matthews Cap contract. Relief. They're going to drop Cap that Deion. Yeah, we're going to do this cap relief, and we're going to get we're going to go after two max contracts. Now listen. So here's what we just broke down. Hold on, Roy. I'm going to go, go, go. Off. Here's no, what go. you just broke down. It. Run with it. We basically just said the Knicks didn't open any trade talks up to anybody else except for the Mavericks. First. Second. Yeah. They Nobody even knew this was a possibility. Thank you. They didn't know Chris Dass was on the market. It would have been ridiculous. That would have been a huge story. It's Chris Dass for Well, it would have been a huge market, bro. It would have been a huge market. It had to have been, bro, because he's a foreign player. He's doing great. Anyway, so, Roy, no one else w could bid for Chris Dass, apparently. That's collusion. Second of all, what you just told me was that the Knicks shipped everything they got out to get guys in for cop relief because apparently they know something we don't know. Wow. And think about I this. I can't wait. I cannot wait till this offseason. Can't wait. That com <laughs> shout out to Boy Scott. That combination of of players that you just named, every I would say probably uh, I don't know. I would say of the NBA who would want hit Przingis' uh, services, I would say at least seventy five percent of those teams can beat that package that the Mavs put together. Bro, that's not that, that's weird. not a blowing you away package. Let's be real. DeAndre Jordan's skill set is becoming a, a, somewhat of a dinosaur in this NBA. The, you know the one team that DeAndre Jordan would thrive on? The Warriors. The same team oh, yeah. everybody he would be else would thrive for on. The Warriors. But he you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black, dog, rebound, black shots, and pass the basketball. Yeah, that's it. But my point is, is that on any other team, if you're trying to compete, 
DeAndre Jordan's but maybe a cog. It may not be a good look. So, but you well, say he's let me give you, yeah, but but let me give you a similar trade that if they could have made. Look at the Detroit yeah. Pistons, right? Yeah. They could have got Drummond, who was similar to DeAndre Jordan, but with well, he's just averaging more rebounds and more yeah. points. Though. And then they could also like fifteen and fifteen. Like they could have also got uh, Jackson as the point guard, yep. as that combo guard, and they could throw another player. Absolutely. There. Again, that's a uh, but. They're talking. This, I don't know what those contracts are. You're talking this cap relief. Listen, yeah. that what they got. That's crazy. First of all, if you talk about it, the fact that no one else was able to bid for these services, bro. No one knew the kid was available. Let's bro. me know that what Rich Paul and those guys are doing is par for the course. Right. That's par for the they, course, bro. They get mad at Rich though. They're mad you at did? Rich Paul because he's getting ready Complain to have Anthony Davis. My dude, shout out to my man Chicago Larry. It's a game. <laughs> it's a game, bro. Hey, I know they don't know about the big home in Chicago. Larry, <laughs> y'all, hey, y'all don't know guy. about Chicago Larry, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Shout out it's to Chicago Larry. You play the game. All right, man. What's, yeah, the more, what's the more of the story today, Cash? You ready to get the hell up out of here, dog? What's the, the more of the story is shout out to Rich Paul and LeBron James for saving Magic Johnson's skin. If they can get this Anthony Davis trade, and oh by the way, the Lakers are in the driver's seat. Do not give them a combination. Don't give them the triplets. Give them two of the three, and Lonzo needs to be one of them, and ship everybody else out, man. So would, listen, get. The, would you do two of the three and two picks? Yes, sir. I'm with Easy you on money. That. I think I would. Hey, and I'm being generous, and I'm being generous. I don't have to do that, but I'm like, you know what? Y'all I think I would do that as be, well. I'm gonna throw them two picks in there. Those are gonna be, you know, second round draft picks essentially, yep. anyway. So yep. I. We're winning titles over here. So, yeah. Yep. I'm, hey, hey, but let listen, me say this, Roy Mack. Go ahead. Go you ahead. can't continue to use LeBron's youth up because he doesn't have much left. Nope. He's already starting to get injured. And I know people are like, oh, but it was his first injury. Yeah. Coincidentally, it's his first big injury in year 16. No coincidence. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? So, and it's yeah, LeBron, growing, which is, you know, anybody who yeah. ever ran track or just played yeah, sports man. and had any – I say track because I remember having an issue with mine and track because that's when you know you're you're you're, you're running and it does it just takes a while for right. it to just really really get it's one of those get weird injuries yeah it's just one of those yeah. weird injuries that kind of linger yeah like um, that turf toe my man Dion has about six prom. years hey speaking you of prime did you watch the uh, the thirty for thirty on Dion. Nah, I didn't get to watch oh, it yet. You know, I, you know, I gotta watch it, bro. You know, I gotta watch it. We got, we, we, we got a chapter about it after you get a chance to see it. It's a, it's, okay. it's, it's good, man. It's good. It, it reiterated some things that I kind of knew, and it also brought up some stuff that I, that I either forgot or just wasn't aware of that happened with right. him in Atlanta with the Falcons and the Hawks. But good documentary, right. though. Shout out to Thursday. Right. Shout out to Dion for being one of the greatest athletes in the history of this uh, this yeah, good country. Man. This country, yeah. you dig? Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, Roy Mack, listen. LeBron and his team, they're saving your man Magic Johnson's hide right now. This Anthony Davis deal needs to go down. And second course of action, who's going to be the next coach? I'm hearing Jason Kidd. What say you, Roy I Mack? I Mark Jackson name being floated out Ooh, there as well. Man, hey, I would love for Mark to get his revenge on these uh these Warriors, yeah, right? I heard Mark Jackson's name out I there. I would love know. Mark Jackson, bro. Hey, is, Ma- is Mark Jackson with Clutch Sports? I saw that somewhere, too. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> I saw that, that he might be. With you Clutch gotta Sports. be kidding me! Nick, I saw bro. that. I, I I could be a hundred percent wrong, but I saw something, some kind of connection with him and Clutch Sports. I don't know. I could that that, that bro, could be a troll. You gotta be I'll look kidding, it up real me. quick. Um, yeah, you, you gotta be kidding me. 
Let me see if he is. I don't know, man. Um, but I saw I saw that and I was like, huh. Oh uh, look, uh, Bleacher Report. Oh no, what the hell is this? Um, ESPN analyst Mark Jackson signs with LeBron James's agent. Wow. But this is back. Wow. Apparently, he signed with him a long time ago. Right, he did. Twenty fourteen. Yeah, that's clutch. <laughs> so, so maybe LeBron's been. <laughs> they out here working. <laughs> so maybe LeBron, LeBron's been ready to pick his LeBron, coach, <laughs> his teammates. Listen, if Mark Jackson and Anthony Davis are in the Lakers uniform, LeBron's the greatest uh, <laughs> basketball playing GM in the history of sports. <laughs> are you kidding me? Guys are real, bro. Yeah, and you know what's funny? A lot of people think that, you know, maybe uh, because it's Super Bowl Sunday right now when we're recording this, and for whatever weird reason, the same people that run the uh, the Saints run the Pelicans, um, <laughs> which is weird. So they think that because yeah. they feel like they got screwed out of the Super Bowl, maybe they might right. try to do something with this trade today to try to right. steal some thunder, <laughs> which is hilarious, by the way. Right, like the Benson's, <laughs> like, stop, man. This That's hilarious, by the way. Yeah, um, like, yo, man, don't try to get no revenge on L.A. because the refs missed the call. Man. Yeah, you so dig? they may try to steal some thunder and, and do something with this trade. But we'll see, man. It's we be, shall uh, see. Let me, let me go get my little my little chips and dips set up for the game. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm about to, yeah, I'm about to get my grub on as well. Yeah, man, we'll get it popping. We'll be back uh, next week, dog. Roy Mack and Cash. That's it, man. I'll holler. Cash out.